Now, folks, you are about to witness the most amazing, the most astounding living monstrosity of all time. Yeah, that's right. Bow, sucker. Yeah. <laughs> Bow down to your master. Can you dig it? Can you dig it? Come out to play. Come out to play. Come out to play. It's the Big Man Morning Show, 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. Listen online, the website that rocks, KMOD.com. Past shows are available on iTunes. Search under BMMS. Listen with your cell phone. Get the iHeartRadio app. Available from the app store of your cell phone provider. More on that at iHeartRadio.com. And we're on Facebook. Facebook.com slash BMMS69. That's where you can hang out with us each and every day. Good morning, Sam. Morning, Corby. Good morning, Gimpy. Good morning. It's Tuesday, so we have listener emails. Plus, we have to tell the truth. Plus, we're going to talk about cheating. Plus, I got tickets for Iron Maiden. Plus, I got VIP tickets to Extreme Fight Night at the Paradise Cove. Inside River Spirit Casino this Friday. If you like MMA and kickboxing, you'll love Extreme Fight Night. Plus, I have a chance for you to hang out with us on Friday for Free Food Friday. Plus, I'm sure there'll be other things. We got an email I wanted to read to you. Yes. It's always nice to get these emails. Yeah. Good afternoon, Corbin, Gimpy, and Sam. I discovered the Big Mad Morning Show podcast about two years ago, and I was hooked instantly. It usually takes a little bit of a while for the fungus to spread, but okay. <laughs> I thought you guys were so great that I shared the podcast with coworkers. Now we put the podcast on every weekday for the whole office. Awesome. <laughs> the kicker? 
I live in Chesapeake Bay, Maryland, wow. about 20 minutes outside of Baltimore. So you've got a whole office here in Maryland tuning in to the BMMS podcast every day. Weird coincidence. You're going to love this, Gimpy. Weird coincidence. I sometimes attend Martini Lutheran Church <laughs> that, the, that the Gimpy spoke of during his segment on 6-8. I was show, show, I was so shocked to hear my church in Maryland mentioned on my podcast from Oklahoma. We love you guys. You help us get through the work week. Keep up the good work. Luke. Luke, you rock, man. That's that awesome. That is awesome. <laughs> Maryland. Yeah. I, that's so cool. And he's like, oh, here's the kicker. Like, I think it's, I think that's the best part in Maryland that they found our podcast. Now a whole office is listening to us. Right. That's so cool. Right. I wonder what he does, <laughs> what Luke does and the office does over there. Do they do accounting? Oh, like what industry are they Yeah. In? Yeah. I'm just going to pretend they're a bunch of accountants sitting around listening to us. I mean, I don't know if you could, I don't know if that. I would think, like, because he says the office, I think of the show The Office, and there's probably some accountants, there's probably some paper salesmen, there's probably a manager. Okay. That's probably like a whole office. There's another guy that posted on our Facebook that listens from Illinois. And I, and we know, I know we have listeners from uh, Canada. Canada, yeah. Obviously, hey. obviously, men and women that serve our country overseas, I know that they listen. Yeah. Um, and I know people like from LA that listen. I, so, like, we are worldwide. But we're for, we're not. Well, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, like we have somebody that always. Well, maybe they came back, but they said they were always from Kuwait. A buddy from Colorado, right? So that yeah, that is worldwide. Yeah, I, I think that's amazing. So people are like, well, "You guys ever get? We already are syndicated. We're everywhere. <laughs> we're, synd- we're syndicated via the iHeartRadio app. You can listen all the time. Oh, yeah. uh, you can listen <laughs> when you're sitting on the toilet. Yep. That's uh, that's my favorite thing to tell people. Hey, you can take us to the toilet with you. We would like you to take us with you to the toilet. You're more than welcome to. I just don't want to hear about it. But, I mean, if you want to share with us, I'm fine with that. Please do. I'd like to think you're at your desk or in your car. Well, some or at people home. some people that is their desk. That is true. You've never heard the phrase like I'm going to go have a meeting in my office? Yeah. Sometimes when you've got a million kids running around screaming and bitching about everything under the sun, that's the only way you can get some peace and quiet. Yeah, that oh, yeah. sucks. Yeah. Gimpy, do you still do that? Oh, hell yeah. Y- yes. The door. Well, his, his kids are older. So no, I'm, I'm in agreement that I do that. <laughs> doesn't and matter I how old they well, are. Yeah, but like, I can understand that like, you know, Corbin... Your your girl's little. She's like, why, daddy? Why? Hey, what's this? What's this? Like questions and like. But I feel like since Gimpy kids are older, he could just be like, leave me alone. You can, but that doesn't work. They don't care. They'll still bug you and ask you for whatever. So you just go to the bathroom, put your headphones in, listen to the podcast, and do your work. When Scarlett was born and we were in the hospital, I would take so many t- like twice a day. And go to the bathroom on the other end of the hospital. <laughs> just to take your walk? Just put to, in your for, earbuds? No, no earbuds, just silence. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so it, it, it doesn't, it started immediately. <laughs> it started immediately. You just wait, Sammy. Yeah. You just wait. It is, you, you dog this so much, but that is a place of solitude. In resurgence. And when that gets infiltrated, oh, good God, then there is no other place you can go. Yeah, because for a while, weren't you having to go to the bathroom with the door open? I wasn't having to. I wanted to. That's what he does. Yeah. My, I was, my circle is getting smaller. <laughs> so I had a circle of like bu- of buffer space, right, in my right. life. And it's just getting smaller and smaller. And now it's about two feet by three feet. <laughs> 
But it's literally the only place, and maybe, I don't know if other men feel this way, mm-hmm. it's literally the only place on planet Earth where I cannot be bothered. For yeah. now. By anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, by, and like, that's not a dog on, like, my marriage or family. That is on, like, I just, sometimes I just want to be alone. And it's the only place I can guarantee that nobody will bother me at all. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. Like, I would never bother somebody, my boyfriend or anybody in the bathroom. Like, what you doing? Oh, my God. When she when she can figure out she can talk to me through the... Oh, my God. That, then I'll lose that. You're done. Oh, that's man. What, take your headphones oh. in. Then you don't hear anything. Because just, right now, when you shut a door, she doesn't understand that she can't hear through it. Is that what you're saying? Well, no. I just remembered yesterday was the first time... Because usually I tell her, like, hey, daddy's going to go to the bathroom. And so I'll be like, I'll be just about four minutes. <laughs> and so... Yesterday, she would walk by the door to her bathroom and be like, hi, daddy. Like, as she walked by the door, wasn't open. <laughs> That's so cute. She's like, hi, daddy. <laughs> That's so Every cute. time. And, but then I think she was just doing it to talk to me. And then she stopped and then was like, hi, daddy. Oh, hi, no. daddy. And I was like, uh, hi. <laughs> she's just so cute. Yeah, she's pretty she's adorable. Friends with her. Yeah. <laughs> her, new one, her new one is, let her let daddy help me. She's like, I got it. <laughs> She's not. She's not two, by the way. She's a little lady boss. She doesn't need your help. She's not two. She's like, I got it. That's so cute. Isn't it funny how you're like she's being a little boss, like a little bossy? Well, yeah, like she's. she's You never would say that about little boys. No, you would never be like the little boys being bossy. No, yeah, that's true. Right. I don't know if I'd call a little kid a dick. Oh, they can be. Uh, you wait, yeah. Sammy. You will call your well, kids like, many a name. I there's sometimes I, I, just the light. There's sometimes I. And don't, I love my daughter, but there's sometimes I look at her and I'm like, "You, I don't. You clearly get this from not me." <laughs> <laughs> I like it. You're not exactly saying who, right? I don't. I don't know where that man. Long be, line of yeah. lineage in my side of the family. Yeah. It could be from anywhere. Yeah, yeah, it could be from TV. It could be from anywhere. Yeah, right. Something she saw. On Sesame Street. Is it getting hot in here, by the way? Daniel Tiger's being Daniel Tiger's yeah. being bad. I didn't know that Daniel Tiger was such a little bitch. That's terrible. Yeah. Yeah. I was trying to think of the equivalent of like what a boss is to a boy. And I can't think of one. Like Right, because you expect little boys to be that way. When a girl's being that way, you're like, she's being a bitch. Yeah. That's true. And like when a boy's doing it, he's just, I don't know, figuring stuff out. Right. You're like, no, oh, that's he's taking control. Yeah, <laughs> he's being assertive. Yeah, he's being assertive. Wow, don't be bossy, you little little girl. <laughs> bossy, dot dot dot, bitch. <laughs> Ooh, bossy is a nice way of calling somebody a yes. bitch. That's the yeah. acceptable way of being like, you're a little bossy right now. Right, right. Think of anybody you know in your world that's a bitch. Mm-hmm. Could you also say they're bossy and it be an accurate term? Yes. Yes. Yeah. And almost if you called them bossy, it would be almost more insulting. Yeah, because if, like, I was thinking if my boyfriend's like, you're a little bossy today, I would be more annoyed than if, no, I don't know, him saying you're a little bitchy today. No, bitchy's better than bossy. Bossy seems like, yeah, I'd rather be called bitchy because bitchy's just, like, a little bit, but, like, bossy, you think of, like, you know, suit and heels, like, you're being mean. To me, it's weird because it implies you can't be. You're being bossy, i.e., don't be. Like, hey, you're being bitchy. Don't be a bitch. Who wants to be a bitch, right? Right. You're being bossy. Like, what am I, five? <laughs> Quit bossing me around. Yeah, and you wouldn't say don't be CEO-y. You know what I mean? <laughs> You're being supervisory. 
You're being Cub Scout leadery. You're a little middle management today. I need you to dial it back. It's just one of those weird quirks of our society, man. They were like, we tell little girls, we're like, don't be bossy. Yeah. Don't be in charge. Whatever you do as a female at this age, don't do it. Don't Stop do it. being a leader and figuring things out. Knock it off. I'll right. tell you how to unscrew that sippy cup, right. ma'am. My, my ma'am. wife had a baby shower to go to, and so I was, Scarlett and I were doing things, and I took my mom, and uh, my daughter was like, Mommy, where's Mommy? Right? And I was like, she's at a posh with friends. <laughs> because you know. No, I can't say party. <laughs> yeah. She's starting to piece that together. I don't want to be like, party. party. I want to go to a party. Daddy, yeah. party. Uh, Cupcakes. Yeah. I know they're going to be there. Yes. <laughs> That's true. Oh, yeah. She's so cute. It's amazing. Not even two, and she's putting stuff together. Like, we're now we're spelling words. I'm like, this is dumb. Why yep. are we spelling park? Yep. Do, um, do I don't know how to say this. Do you feel like you and like do you feel like you're best friends because like you truly like her personality, or is because it's your because she's your daughter? Oh, is my daughter my best friend? Yeah, like uh, I like, mean, I love hanging out with her, but best. I mean, yeah, uh, sure, best friend. It's not like we, you know, we eat dinner together every day. <laughs> um, we share, so we share meals and food, and we love each other. So sure, I guess that quantifies as best friend. But do you sit down and really open up to each other, right? Corbin? Right. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't share I'm sure things she, with her. She does to you, but not like knowingly. She, yeah, it's a lot of. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> oh yeah, tell me about it. Yeah, I mean, next to my wife and you guys, she's I spend the most time with her. So yeah, I guess that would quantify as best friend. Because like when parents say they're like, oh, my kid's my best friend, and I picture like you guys hanging out like best friends. I always think like, but if she wasn't your daughter, would you want to hang out with her? Does that make sense? Uh, I mean, if she wasn't my daughter, it'd be weird for a forty-two-year-old man hanging out with a with a twenty-three-month-old. You got a point there. Yeah, no, no, yeah, that's right. But I guess, I mean... You would be asking weird questions of me. There'd be a lot of... Why are you hanging out with two-year-olds? There'd be a lot more conversations behind my back. Okay, yeah, you're right. That doesn't make sense. Corbin's hanging out with a 23-month-old? Which is so cute. He just goes over and picks her and hangs out and changes her diaper. (laughs) What? Oh, that is weird. Yeah. All right. Yeah, How long you have win. you known this girl? <laughs> <laughs> and she still lives with us. <laughs> yeah, that's weird. That's that's weird. So I think the answer to your question is no. Okay, that makes sense. I wouldn't be hanging out with a child <laughs> if she wasn't mine. I don't know how to say it's all being a creep, but there's a couple babies in my life that I like to hang out with. Like, I, I if I don't see them, I miss them, even though they're not my babies. I, I'm going to go ahead, and I can't get to it fast enough, but no, I'm going to hit the buzzer on that. You don't want to hang out with them. Yeah, I do. No, no, you, no, you no. want to hang out with them when they're fun. You don't want to be there when they're whining and complaining and throwing fits and want to be fed and have to cook food, and then when you're done feeding them, you bring them down, they're like, bites, hungry, or they poopy diapers, or they're sick. Or You want to do the fun stuff. Yeah, so that's true. You don't want to hang out with them. Yeah, I want to hang out with them when they're in a good mood because they're not in a good mood at bedtime. I don't want to put them to bed. That's what I'm saying. That's is mom's job. No, that's what I'm saying is you, you, you're you looking at it from one side when there's all these other dimensions. I love all of it. Have you thought about babysitting any of your friends' babies? Don't look this way. <laughs> <laughs>
Like um, just to get a taste of it, like overnight, yeah. you know, just to see how it really is. They've like off offered ish, but never like I've always been like I would love to babysit. Like you know that would be so much fun, and they were like, oh yeah, and then it never happens. Mm-hmm. So I've never What's been I've never yeah, been right. asked, and I haven't thought about it till now that like I've thrown it out there for a long time. That like oh my god, and like when I hung out with them, they can see that I'm good, you know, with babies and stuff well, and kids. Well, you're good when they're good. Yeah, there's a big difference between well, holding a baby when the baby's happy, yeah. and give you know shoving food in its mouth, than when you have to find the food, cut up the like you you know what I'm saying? Like you're doing like the easiest part of a child. So I think that and there's no way a, a parent's gonna let you take their kid overnight, and that's not an insult on you. No, that's like I wouldn't give my kid yeah, to anybody yeah, overnight either. Yeah, not in some of the people I know that your friends, the babies that you hang out with, are really young. Mm-hmm. Um. So they would let maybe as they go out on a date, they might let you watch. Yeah. Like, I, I don't think an overnight thing would ever happen. But like, uh, this is just like a little bit of my case that like, you know, when they get fussy and stuff, I can handle that. You know, when they're like crying and stuff, you bounce them around. And, no. And then. No. No, that sounds good on the movies and the TV shows. No, I'm saying I've done that. Like when they've gotten fussy. And yeah, the that's parents nothing. Be like, no, oh, it's good for a minute. Back. But what yeah. happens when you put them down and then they won't stop? What do you do in bath time when they don't want to get out of the bath? Yeah. Or when they poop in the tub. Yeah. Oh, my God. I can't even. Yeah. We only have a shower. But so. that could happen. <laughs> Just hose them off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know about the food. Or they the throw, or they throw their plate of food across the room. Oh yeah, yeah, that's frustrating. But they're just so cute. You can't really get mad at them. I, they're so yeah, little. you can. They don't know nothing. Yeah, you can get mad at them. It's not like they're doing it maliciously. They just don't know. I'm t- yes, yes, they are. <laughs> they're little dicks. Of course they know. Yeah, they're like oh, I see you cleaning this here. Yeah, I let me hate make a you bigger tonight. Mess. Yeah, yeah. I think they're just like oh, well, that party, moment party, party when the in kid my high chair. takes the cup and just looks at you in the eyes and pours it right on the ground, <laughs> and you're like you effing prick, seriously? And you clean it up. Here's another one. And then they do the same thing. I've never seen a baby stare at someone's eyes and do something mean. You just wait. You just wait. <laughs> it happens. Okay. It they do look at you like, oh, yeah, what are you going to do? Call, mm. call to send me back? Yep. <laughs> they always know they have the upper hand. The new one with Scarlet is no. So oh. leave Tay-Tay alone. No. Really? I'm like... I go over to her and I get down on her level and get right in her face. I'm like, don't tell me no. <laughs> oh, God. Corbin, you're it's scary. Voice, yeah, that, yeah. that was a dad voice that like shook me. Like, I won't touch that dog. I swear to God. My wife laughs at me because right now I'll be like, get over here. Don't tell me no. And she won't do anything. And I'll go, one. And Allie will look at me and I'm like, it worked for me. <laughs> like, isn't that something kids just know the countdown? Do you yeah, guys agree yeah. on like parenting stuff? Like, we're going to do the one, two, three thing. Or is it just uh, like I mean, we talk. We talk about it as it evolves okay um, i don't know if that's something you talked about before like what worked yeah, on you, you don't really have a meeting except for spankings around, like i'm sure you have a meeting about spankings uh usually we talk about after the fact <laughs> well so like something happened that hard uh, god <laughs> you don't, no no we don't exactly, do that she's in trouble <laughs> yeah <laughs> like time out we're trying to figure this time out thing and i don't i don't know if i'm on board with it but we're trying to figure it out because she just goes to the corner or how does that work uh well we put her in a closet and close the door 
<laughs> Slide a bowl oh. of food. I was like, oh, wait, no, of course water. not. Of course so not. <laughs> you stand there till you stop crying. <laughs> Eventually, they stop. Pitch black. God, oh my god. <laughs> no, like I, I don't. No, it's a, it's, it's a, it's like right in front of a window, and you sit down. And I don't know if it, I don't believe in it. So it's I'm having a hard time getting my brain around it. Maybe but I don't want to spank my child. Maybe. It makes no sense to go. Don't hit, and then hit. It makes no sense. Yeah. And as DC, the, we were talking about with Don, it's an, it's an easy way out of punishing your kid. To spank them? Yes. Yeah, spanking, I feel like it just, it, like, I don't never worked for me. I think it just depends. And I get some people do it, and, and I'm not saying you, you shouldn't. It's your decision, it's your kid. I'm just saying for me, I, I don't, I'm having a hard time wrapping my brain around it. Now, sometimes you can't stop yourself. Like, she'll smack you in the face, and I'll smack her hand and be like, don't hit me. And then I'm like, well, that makes no sense. What well, uh, Old Testament, man, an eye for an eye. Yeah. <laughs> right. That's how By we the do way, it. I just pictured Scarlett with like her big puppy dog eyes because she has big eyes already, like just super sad, and it hurt my heart, so it would be hard to hit yeah. her. Like, yeah. Because when your Can kids stop crying, saying hitting? Like, <laughs> sounds really vicious. It would be it's hard like to you're spank her. her in the face. It's hard yeah. to catch her with the right hook, yeah. She, she oh, smacks God. me, I smack her hand. <laughs> right? And even that I don't even like to do. And you're right. Like she'll start crying, and I totally feel bad. Because, like, like from what I hear from other parents, to see your kids cry from getting shots or whatever it is is like super heartbreaking. So then to like cause your kid that pain, I'm sure would like, like really mess with you. Let's let's be clear. If I tell her and grab her and put her down and sit her down for time out, mm-hmm. she starts crying. So it ain't. <laughs> oh, it's the same thing. Yeah, she's like, learned ooh. that manipulation. Ooh. Kids are smart, man. You can't underestimate them. I'm going to need so much help as a parent. I'd just be like, I'm as a, wait, as a parent? Hold on. Was there one thing? Was that only one item? <laughs> Listener emails to tell the truth, and we're going to take a break, and we'll be back. You're listening to the Big Mad Morning Show. This is Tulsa's Morning Show. 97.5 KMOD. Good morning. It's the Big Mad Morning Show. 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. Getting some really great texts. Uh, never count up with kids because you keep, they can keep counting. Always count backwards because it'll stop. That's great <laughs> yeah, advice. Right? I never thought of that. Like they'll go five, six, seven, and keep going. Oh, rather than three, two, two one, there's okay. nothing left. Yeah. Uh, and then this one. I love how people with kids don't think they do anything malicious. They've never experienced the demon eyes a child gets as they knowingly <laughs> defy your instructions. Yep. That is that is a true, true statement. Uh, let's go ahead and do news quickies. These are stories that uh, you may not have heard about. It's time for news quickies, world news, local news, and news that just makes you say, what the f***? Now here's Corbin, Gimpy, and Sam to fill you in on what's going on. News quickies from the Big Man Morning Show at 97.5 KMOD. Two men arrested after tattooing teen's forehead. Tattoo artist Macon Wesley Carvalho de Rios and his friend Rinaldo Moreno de Hajuro were arrested after were arrested for torture after tattooing the forehead of a 17-year-old boy and recording it. The boy allegedly stole a bike from a disabled man, so the two sat down the 17-year-old and tattooed Eusu Larado y Visado on his forehead in Portuguese, and it means I'm a thief and a loser. 
The boy ran away after the attack and finally came home a week later. He denies having stole the bike, and so one of his friends started a crowdfunding page to get the tattoo removed. But the boy says that he's been receiving death threats from the tattoo community. Huh. All over some ink. On a forehead! Ah, that's a bad idea. And by the way, it says that this guy is a tattoo artist, and the work that he did is terrible. It looks like <laughs> real rookie. I don't think he's a tattoo artist. Well, I mean, he runs it out of his van or something. Anybody can be a tattoo artist. <laughs> if I buy to buy a tattoo gun and do a tattoo, I'm t- I'm now a tattoo artist. That is true. You don't have to be a good one, right? But you could just say you are. I one. thought you had to like do an apprenticeship, and then you like there's certificates, like there's things you got to do first. You sure, start to, an be orange. A, to be a broadcaster, you're supposed to go to school, but that doesn't always pan out. You're right. So, like when you get hired at a tattoo shop, not all the time you don't have to have you know a certificate of whatever. A certificate of what? I don't know, like at least hygiene and cleanliness. You mean a state license? <laughs> yeah. That you pay to get that they hand out to anybody? <sighs> that makes me so nervous. So legit, anybody at it, like you could just get hired and have only practice on oranges or pigskin. You could be somebody's first. Yeah. yeah oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Sam, do you think apprentice, people that do a pr- apprenticeship, they don't tattoo on p- people? Well, I figure the way that goes, you do like oranges, pigskin, and then like then like once you get really good at that, you like practice on yourself, maybe your loved one, and then maybe like you know the tattoo artist is like you can do this line, and then if you mess it up, Jeff, they can. Jeff it. wants to be a tattoo artist. He starts doing. He's not very good, but he's got to get better. You're gonna let him tattoo on you? No, 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 no. Of no. course not. <laughs> no, no, but I, like I don't know. There's some people that they're fine with that. No, every tattoo apprenticeship that I'm aware of is all completely different. They're not always like, "Hey, you start on a cat on a on a pig," or you know what I mean. Like, there's no rules. I don't think there's a set guidelines. Your apprenticeship is based off who you're doing your apprenticeship under and what they went through. Oh God! Yeah, it only matters if you're good. Now, this person could be a really good tattoo artist, but they're horrible with t- with letters. Yeah, right. And I do great portraits. Right, I'm. A, I'm a, I do some really great butterflies. <laughs> the only thing he can do is grow out bangs, because even if you get it removed, they're still gonna. Be, it's still your forehead. You're still gonna see something. Like people that get them removed, you can still kind of see like a light line. No, nah, it's advanced a lot. Really? Yeah. I thought that, and that isn't deep or thick or crazy. So. So there's hope for my tramp stamp getting removed. Is that what you're absolutely? Me? Yeah, absolutely. I thought that you always had like a mark still. I mean, I think there would be, but if somebody would have to get pretty close to see it. You know, you probably have scars on your body yeah. that are only visible in bright sunlight. Oh, so if I got it removed, it would still be fine, you mean? Yes. Oh, that's good. Yeah. I thought it's, you, it's, I, they've I, advanced a lot. Yeah, I thought you still had, like, whatever outline. You could just not see as much. Like, so it would be like kind of like when you erase a Sharpie? Yes, totally. <laughs> still faded right there. Yes. A hint of gray. Oh, my God, you're totally right. Yeah. A uh, Texas woman calls 911 to complain about her way for her nuggets. This happened down in Waco, where this broad was in the drive-thru, and they're like, hey, excuse me, it's going to take a minute for some fresh nuggets, so you're going to have to just pull up here and wait. Well, she didn't like that. So she became very confrontational with the employees, and the employees decided, well, you know what, we're just going to let 911 deal with this one. So they go in there to call 911. But at the same time, this lady's on the phone with 911, letting them know that she had to wait. She demanded that she get her nuggets for free since she had to wait. What? So they go ahead, and the Waco police send two cops out, and eventually the woman was forced to leave, and she didn't get her nuggets at all. Did she get her money back? No. 
I'm just wondering. Go, go on, get <laughs> out, get gone. I I will say it is frustrating when you go through like a drive through and it's you look at your watch and you're like it's been ten minutes. I always do. I'm this guy. I'm like, why is that person taking so long? What's the problem? <laughs> yeah, what are they I, ordering? That's no, I'm talking about like after you've ordered and you're like you're stuck. Oh, okay. And I then and then you get up to the window. You're almost to the window, but the person in front of you, you're like, what's going on? You get up there and they go, here you go. And and I'm like, in my mind, I'm going, what did <laughs> what did they do differently that required them to wait so long? Well, he's got to make sure it's fresh. Yeah, I always assume, like, just in my head, I'm like, these fat Fs can't, like, they ordered 1,500, you know, burritos or whatever. Like, go inside. That's always what I say in my car. Well, and as you're not going inside? Yeah, because yeah. I, have a, I have a short order. I usually order for two people. So if someone's taking, like, you know, right. 20 minutes, you I just, just assume they're ordering more for more than two people. Yeah, I assume that they just have a huge order. And right. I'm like, you should have called ahead because now. You Why know, don't you go in if you, for two people? Because it's you know that's usually that's the standard two to four. What are you talking about? Like I feel like it's the standard. You go for through a drive through. You're usually ordering for like either one to four people. This is news to me. I didn't know the drive through was for a small amount of number, a small quantity order. No, but I feel like I, I know it's not. It's not like a max of two <laughs> orders. I I understand that, but I just like if if for example, you know, everybody here was like, ah, I'm going to McDonald's, and then I got to order for eight people. I would just probably go inside. Why? I wouldn't. I would go through the drive-thru because I don't want to have to carry everything. Yeah, but then you got to get it all through the window. and like. I don't have to get it. They've got to hand it to me. To me, bag. it's easier to just have them hand it to you through the window. Yeah, I don't know, just because I... You bring up an interesting question. What is the purpose of the drive-thru? <laughs> it's for speedy checkout, bro. It's for less than 10 items? <laughs> yeah, it's express lane. It is, it is express lane. Yeah, it's express lane. Is that lane. what you believe? Uh, yeah, like okay. like if if I was ordering for eight people, I would just go inside. I I've just never thought of it as like an express lane. I've thought about it if you just want to not get out of your car. No, I'm sure <laughs> you're right, but in my head, when someone's taking twenty minutes, that's what I think. And I I have always gone inside for like really large orders because right. because a lot of times too, if you order something big, they just make you pull up. And they're like, you need to wait over there. So might as well just wait in, you know, air conditioning, sip on my soda. I, I mean, I don't know if I'm right, because I, I, I'm one of those people that believes you, you can walk on any side of the mall you want, but I've seen people get mad because you're, you're walking the wrong way on the left-hand side. <laughs> there's so lanes. I, yeah, apparently there's, there's lanes. lanes. So maybe you're right about the express lane thing. I, oh. I, didn't, I didn't know. Gimpy, you're our, you're our only fast food worker, so can you weigh in on this? I've worked at fast food. <laughs> oh, I didn't know that. I just haven't worked in fast food in 18, 20 years. Oh, and it's been a while for myself. I mean, It's the, been three years. Listen, <laughs> and it, did they have a drive through No, it was strictly walk in and eat or get your food and get the hell out. There was no drive through <laughs> Dad killed in front of kids while buying puppy. This happened in Florida where a man bought a puppy through a Facebook ad. And when the man came over, they invited him inside to have a drink. They had a drink. Then the man didn't want to leave when the evening was over and a fight ensued. A gun was pulled and both men were shot. The owner of the home that was trying to buy the dog fatally shot in the chest. Right in front of the children. Oh, oh my damn. God. Still under investigation. That is so sad. They just wanted a puppy. But you well, shouldn't invite this criminal. Why are you inviting a stranger into your house? <laughs> yeah, but hey, still. That sounds like something Gimpy would do. Gosh, sure. Come on in. Right, hey, buddy, buddy, buddy. Hey, man, it's all good. You, you want to come drink? on a drink? Yeah. No, you're not offering a drink. <laughs> we'll have some pizza. It'll be a good time. You're not offering a drink. <laughs> <laughs> right? It depends the on the ladder. Yeah, it depends on who they are. Yeah.
Yeah, a little friendly They smell funny, you know, yeah, sure. <laughs> uh, or you want to read these stories, they're on our Facebook page at facebook.com slash BMMS69. Tulsa's Morning Show continues next. The Big Mad Morning Show. 97.5 KMOD. Good morning, it's the Big Mad Morning Show. 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS. And then what you want to say to the phone number, 82945. Pop is joining us from the Buzz 1430. And uh, last night, as you said yesterday, you're going to see a Golden State team perform at a level that is going to be scary to watch. And I don't know how people people aren't excited. I know this is like the third year in a row they've played, but... Come on, even that was a blowout, essentially. I mean, it was all Golden State from the second quarter on. It, that It was entertaining as hell to watch. Yeah. But wouldn't they, if the Cavs won, it would be an underdog story? It would be, I mean, uh, that's it would still be fine. It's so difficult to call either one of those teams an underdog. I, well, I know because they're both, you know, such giants, but like in that situation, they would be the underdogs. Yeah. Yeah, against the Warriors, they are. One yeah. of them has to be an underdog, right? Yeah. And that's the problem is it made Golden State look like chumps, and they weren't. They're really, really good. It's an incredible display of basketball last night. Uh, it's been five seasons since KD had reached the NBA Finals. Basketball eternity. But, five? Yeah, five years. 2012 was when they went with uh, Oklahoma City. Uh, but they get back there, and he ends up not only winning the NBA championship, but MVP honors as well in the finals. 129-120 to 120 Game 5 victory over the Cavs at Oracle. Kevin Durant finished with 39 points, 7 rebounds, 5 assists. Now he averaged 35 for the series, almost 9 rebounds and 6 assists in the finals. Just an incredible performance. LeBron James also became the first player in NBA history to average a triple-double in the NBA Finals, scoring 41 and 13 rebounds last night with eight assists. He ended the series averaging 34 points, 12 rebounds, and 10 assists to book the fifth Finals loss of his career. So, Sam, basketball is over. Yay! Right now. I kind of wanted the Cavs to win, though. For for 11 days. Wait, huh? For 11 days. (laughs) It's over for a little bit longer than that. Don't jump into Summer League. The draft's still going to happen. The draft's on the 24th, right? Yeah, and then uh, preseason camp will start in October, so we're not that far away from basketball starting again. But but, but, milking it. But because of one guy, LeVar Bell, uh, LeVon Bell, I mean, uh, that's going to be all they're going to talk about Summer League because he's going to play in Summer League wherever he goes. Good God. Yeah, it'll be be fun. Uh, And one final note here. The Mayweather camp has reached out and has applied for a license or at least a requested date for an arena on uh, August 26th as a date to potentially be when we see Conor McGregor versus Ooh. Floyd Mayweather yeah, Jr. Yeah, yeah. So it's on the docket today. It's on the docket today for the uh, for the athletic commission to meet on. It's number four on the docket. So uh, more than likely T-Mobile Arena. Yeah, bigger arena makes sense. Yeah, this is just making the sausage in the process. Yeah, this is all about negotiating still. No, it doesn't. It's not counting. It don't mean nothing. No, it doesn't mean that it's done at all. It don't mean nothing. They just requested a date. They They have to. Yeah, but here's the thing. Dana White has said he's the one putting this together. If right. Mayweather's places, if they're requesting the 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 location, then who's putting it together? Yeah. Mayweather's can't. So again, we're it's back and forth. This is not even. We're on step fifty of a fifteen hundred step process. Yeah, oh, just gotta man. have the arena. Gotta have some place to fight. That's just a tease. Yeah, exactly. That's what they want. They want to keep it in the news cycle. That's Balls to the Wall Sports. Jeremy Poplin, ninety-seven-five, came up. 
Good morning. It's the Big Man Morning Show. 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. And uh, we got uh, tickets for Iron Maiden down in Oklahoma City and tickets for Extreme Fight Night that will be coming up very soon. So make sure you're listening for a chance to win those in about 20 minutes. And uh, let's uh, give Sam a chance to run the show. Now it is time for Seaman Sam. Now it is time for Seaman Sam. Now it is time for Seaman Sam segment. Rub it. Rub it hard. (laughs) (laughs) So I found a list of things that I wanted to share with you guys because I wanted your opinion on it. And the list is things that are worse than cheating in a relationship. Okay. Phew. So I know. What I wanted to have a baseline of like how how bad cheating is, like how bad you think cheating is, like whether you think it's forgivable or not, and if you've dealt with it or forgiven it before. Gimpy? I have never um, had to deal with it before. So is and, it forgivable? And, uh, and on, either, on either side. On like on my end or their end? Yeah, you've never cheated or oh, never I been have cheated before, on. For sure, but I've never been cheated on, so therefore I couldn't tell you, you know, how how I would deal with that. Is it forgivable? Oh, that's a tough one. You really, 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 really gotta love the person to forgive that. Um, when you cheated on whoever, did were you forgiven or was it just automatic breakup? No, it was it was forgiven. It was stuck around. But of course the relationship didn't last much longer after that either. So, like, you feel like it wasn't really forgiving? It wasn't really, no. It was, it was, all right, we're good for now. And then, you know, like I said, it didn't, it didn't last much longer. So, was it really? I don't think so. How do you feel about cheating, Corbin? Uh, it's pretty horrible. Do you think it's, it's forgivable? Horrible. Yes, I think it's for, forgivable. It can be. I, I, it's not, it's not one of those things that's yes, always, and, or yet, no, always. I think sometimes it can be. It depends. Don't you think there's still that hidden resentment uh, in the back of your mind or whatever afterwards? You know, yeah, sure, I forgive you. Don't do not do it again. But yet you still have that hidden resentment. Sure. Yeah. I think that'd be fair and to I feel think, that way. But th- that doesn't mean that it's not forgivable. Okay. Like, I, I've thought about this in my other relationships. It happened and it was forgivable in some situations and then not in others. But like in my current situation, I think of, when I think about cheating, I feel like it is like I feel like I love him so much that I could forgive that, but then when I think about it, I'm like I don't. I think that would just break it. Like every everything you've built is trust. Like it's just really, really. Yeah. Like I, I think in my current relationship, it wouldn't be forgivable. Yeah, it wouldn't be easy. Right. It wouldn't be easy. But I can understand why some people forgive it, and I understand why some people can get over it, and the relationship can continue. So I again, I'm not condoning it. I'm not right. saying yeah, yeah, go. I'm not saying I'm a, I'm a cheerleader for it. I just think that yeah, I think when you care about somebody, you, you can overcome anything. It's like a gray area. It, it's it's pretty dark, but <laughs> dark gray. It, yeah, I it can be forgiven. Okay, well, how about if somebody, if your significant other ripped you off financially, and the argument here is that like. Um, when you rip somebody off, you're saying that you, you're willing to compromise their long-term like wealth and well-being to better your situation. So I guess the situation I'm talking about is if like your significant other stole from you or like took money out of your account behind your back or in some way ripped you off. I don't, uh, 
I don't think I can handle that because I'm poor enough as it is and I need every bit of cash that I can. And if I find out that you're taking my money that I've worked my ass off for and you're going to go to the casino or you're going to spend it on, you know, handbags or whatever, then, yeah, I don't think I can handle that. Do you think that's worse than cheating? Worse than cheating? Mm-hmm. I don't think it's worse. I think it's it's up there. Yeah. I Maybe I, on the same level. I think that it's kind of a little bit worse because when you're cheating, like you are trying to fulfill like I think it's a lot of selfishness like you 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 but like when you rip somebody off you are you're a being selfish but you're also like screwing this person over intentionally like you have to think about the other person when you're cheating I think sometimes you can only think about yourself and you should think about the other person but it doesn't happen you're in the heat of the moment or whatever your excuse is for cheating I think that but I think when you rip somebody off you're you're going out of your way to really not care about somebody. There's a lot more forethought in it than right. there is that could be with cheating, like you said, in the heat of the moment or whatever. Yeah, because you don't like mm-hmm. rip somebody off in the heat of the moment. That's like a planned thing. <laughs> not necessarily. If you're an addict. Okay. And I don't think financial is worse than cheating. Well. Financial is, is, is what you've learned, right? It's what you've grown up learning how to do, right? So you have a, it's, you're just doing what you know. And so if, and by the way, okay. it isn't my money, it's our money. I'm a big believer in that. So if you're taking part of my money, it's your money too. That's just the way that I, I believe. And I don't see it as worse than cheating. Cheating is an emotional, deep, personal thing. Mm-hmm. Sexually, right? Yeah. So it's, it's way, that's way worse than I took $20. What if, like, you found out your wife had a secret Go account? A like, secret Go account? Like, a secret, like, um, account that just in case this doesn't work out that I can always buy a ticket to my mom's and ha- have, like, a first sure. rent down in a house, like a, like a, like a bailout account. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, that, that's, that's different. To me, that's cheating. That's almost cheating. Because you're emotionally not there. You have a, you, you're not all in because you have, like, a back out plan. Right. Because this conversation's dangerous, right? Both are deceitful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? Both are trust issues. But when you're plotting and planning, that's the rails are already off. There's no recovery from that. You're plotting and planning your departure. Okay. Okay. I that's get- different than, hey, I took part of Gimpy's piggy bank to go buy purses. <laughs> right. 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 But I think with that one, like part of, you're saying that you're plotting and planning your departure. I think you can you can have a I don't have a go account or a, a bailout account, whatever. If you did, I, w- I hope you wouldn't tell it on the air. Right. But I'm just saying <laughs> that like the I fe- I think that the the mindset of that isn't like I'm plotting and planning. This is like in case this happens, then I, I'll be taken. But care then you're of. not in it. 100. Yeah, you're not in it. No, I agree with you. But there I'm is saying- no good argument to have an escape account yeah there's no good excuse what i just don't know if it's going to work well then you're not into the relationship you're not giving all you can because you're resting on the hey i've got this escape in case something you know what i mean yeah yeah yeah. you're going the moment it gets tough you're going to run because you got this money rather than i don't have this money i got to try and make this work so to me there is no viable excuse to have a ditch Uh, i'll go ahead and i'll take that back besides you're being abused that okay. Is, yeah, of okay. There's an asterisk there. Yeah. Next to if it. you're yeah. in a healthy relationship, right. then there's if, no if, reason. If you're being respected and you're not being uh, uh, abused in any way, 
and like that, then there's no reason, no viable reason to have a ditch account like that. So you can run, you pussy. <laughs> How can you be fully committed to a relationship with one foot out the door? Because um, that's what that is. That's one foot out the door. You have money to build a house or to get an apartment or to fly to mama's or whatever. Yeah. But I, I do, like, I guess in, like, just being devil's advocate here, if there's somebody that's been, like, hurt a lot and... Hurt how? Because, again, mean, we've said if it's abuse, that's a different thing. Well, I mean, just, like, you know, screwed over well, where they have been all in and something out of the blue crazy happened and, then you know, they're left poor and couldn't feed themselves or whatever. And they're just like, I got to make sure that that never happens to me again. Right. Sometimes um, those things in life happen so you learn how to deal with them. Doesn't necessarily mean you have to have a backup bank account with money stashed away. I get what you're saying, but still doesn't make it right. When those times come down, you should just, like you said, figure out how to deal with it. It's like, That's happened before, so you can deal with it if it happens again. It's like people that um, just live together and never get married. And they're like, well, it's like we're married. No, it's not, because mm-hmm. you just you're, you don't have anything that guarantees you together. You can leave at any moment. Yeah, you have nothing to bind you. You don't have a you don't have a legal document that you have to worry about right. after you yeah. leave. There's nothing you got as a gas. You bill. literally could walk and that's bill. it. And I guess you could do that when you're married too. But there's legal ramifications. If you're married and you're pissed off and you want to leave, you could leave, but you still got to come back. And you might cooler heads might prevail. Yeah, that's fair. So the same thing about a ditch account like that. Um, this what hiding an addiction. Do you think that's worse than cheating? Hiding an addiction. Yeah. Like I said, uh, cheating is a 10 for me, so it's going to take quite a bit. I'm going to rank so far these are up there with the cheating. I'll put them at a nine because hiding an addiction as a former, you can, you know, you can deal with that. You can work through that. Yeah, it sucks. Well, how come you didn't tell me about this so we could deal with this, you know, later or earlier instead of, you know, me finding out the hard way. But is it worse? I don't think it's worse. You don't think it's worse than Mm-mm. cheating? Mm-mm. What about you, Corbin? Uh, it can be. It can be. I think that being married to somebody is about accepting that person and all their faults. It's more about their faults than what makes them great. Right? It's like... Ooh, that's really true. So if you have somebody who's an addict, if you can accept them and you guys... You know what I mean? Then I think it's it's not as bad as cheating. If you are an addict and you keep being deceitful then, yeah, it, it can be pretty hurtful. I, I think hiding addiction is worth, worse than cheating. Because I feel like uh, cheating, it could be like a one-time thing or, you know, whatever, but I feel like if you're hiding an addiction, then this this is a day-in, day-out, true, you're trying to trick me every single day, being deceitful and sneaky and... Um, but I, that's not... It, I mean, that's not what addiction. Yes, that's what addiction is, but that's not what addiction is. But I, but if you're if you're hiding it, an addiction is that you have this problem to a you know substance, a drug, a drink, whatever it mm-hmm. is, a gambling, whatever it is, and it's something that you have a need to do, and that if if like a, I would feel very betrayed that you are struggling with something that you don't feel that you can talk to me about, and then I would feel betrayed because I, I would feel like. That is a because addiction's a daily thing. It's not I'm only addicted on Saturdays. It's, it's that I'm right, struggling. But it's also with not this. a light switch, yeah. right? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, so it's every day that you are dealing with this and going out of your way to hide it. So to me, that is worse. I think that having an an addiction is different when you know you have one and are working on it and you're oblivious to it. 
So you can be like, I'm an addict, I'm working on it. Or and you just deny I'm an addict, like, mm-hmm. just being a complete a-hole. Okay. So if you're being a complete a-hole, then that is worse? I think so. And then if you're... You, you're just, you're literally the bull in a china closet. You don't care what wake you leave behind you. To yeah. me, that's that's worse. That's really disrespectful. Yeah, I think that's a hurtful part is that you care more about you than you care about us. Rather than, hey, I'm an addict and you know you're going to leave some wa- some wreckage in your wake and you, um, I'm not saying you come back and be like, sorry, but you at least, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like everybody's on the same page. Yeah, yeah, you know your faults and you work on them. You try to make them better. I'll do this last one here. Um, using children against you like as in you're telling your kids that like oh don't believe mom or whatever it is involving your children in uh your relationship in a negative way i will agree that is worth worse than cheating uh because your your kids shouldn't be involved you should not bring your kids into your problems they're gonna that's just gonna screw them up later on way later on in life and and if you start doing that then then you just you're doomed so yeah that's way worse than cheating um, you're just a bad human being if you do that. That's not worse than cheating. I mean, you're divorced, so it doesn't matter, mm-hmm. right? I think you're just being a bad human being. Or, I mean, you can be together and still use your, yeah, your kids. Like, absolutely. you don't have to be divorced for that. Well, everybody does that, right? You use your kids in some capacity. When you don't want to tell your kid no, you go, go ask daddy. Okay. Right? Yeah. So you do it to some degree. It's like a white little lie. Yes. Everybody lies. <laughs> But I feel like if you're in a relationship and you're doing that, like, to get the, like, maliciously to get the other person or whatever to be like, like me more than your dad. Your dad's a, your dad's an awful person. Your dad's an alcoholic. Your dad drinks too much or whatever it is. Well, then now you shouldn't be in a marriage if you're doing that. (laughs) Yeah, but I'm saying that. That's different. I'm saying that, like, I don't, I don't feel like you have to be divorced to use your kids against you. Somebody said a text and said, what about addiction of cheating? I don't know what that is. Though, like, you're addicted of having sex with other people? Sex addict or whatever, yeah. Okay. I, they're saying addiction of cheating. I don't know what addiction of cheating is, so we would have to speculate on what that means. Mm. I couldn't know. That is worse than cheating. I, I don't know if I could be with a cheating addict. Somebody wrote this, molesting your child is worse than cheating. Very good, obvious text of the day. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah. you win. Bow down. <laughs> yeah. So, what do you decide, Sam? Is uh, it cheating? Is it worse? Yes. Cheating's worse than all those. Um, no, I think uh, uh, ripping you are. I think hiding an addiction and using your children; those are worse than cheating. Now it is time for Seaman Sam. Now it is time for Seaman Sam. Now it is time for Seaman Sam segment. That'd be so much goo. <laughs> Tulsa's morning show continues next to Big Bad Morning Show, ninety-seven five KMOD. Good morning. It's the Big Man Morning Show. Nine one eight four six zero KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to eight two nine four five. Let's play a game. Play a game for tickets to see Iron Maiden in Oklahoma City at the Chesapeake Energy Arena on June 19th. Ghost is opening up for them. Tickets available at ChesapeakeArena.com. I'm also going to throw you tickets for Extreme Fight Night this Friday at the Paradise Cove inside the River Spirit Casino. If you like MMA and kickboxing, 
you're going to love it. Some really good fights, including Hayes uh, Wilson, who fights at super heavyweight and is not a big guy. And when he fights, he destroys people. It's fun to watch. Tickets available at riverspirittulsa.com. We're going to play Guess Hole. Are you a Guess Hole? Are you the best Guess Hole? I'm guessing that you are, which makes me quite the Guess Hole. Hmm. (laughs) Let's go to the phones and get our contestant. Good morning. You're on the air. What is your name? My name is Greg. I'm sorry. What is your name? It's Greg. Greg, how are you, man? I'm great. How y'all doing? Good, man. Greg, I'm going to give you three products. You're going to tell me which one is the least expensive and which one is the most expensive? If you get the correct order, you're going to get the tickets to see Maiden down in Oklahoma City, and you'll get tickets for Extreme Fight Night at Paradise Cove inside the River Spirit Casino this Friday, okay? Okay. First item NADS facial strips. NADS facial strips. The second item. A bottle of Irish Spring Deep Action Scrub Body Wash. A bottle of Irish Spring Deep Action Scrub Body Wash. And the third and final item is a bag of poop. (laughs) A bag of poop. Yes, sir. Which one do you have the most... I'm sorry. Which one is the uh, the least expensive? Which one's the least expensive? The facial strips, the body wash, or a bag of doo-doo? Well, where'd the bag of doo-doo come from? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I cannot give you those details. Well, well, well. Are you implying that, like, maybe deer would be more expensive than pig? I don't know. <laughs> Camel? Uh, well, yes. All right. Um, which one's the least expensive? Most expensive or least? Least. Which one's the least expensive, Greg? I'm going to go bag of poop. Okay. And then which one's the most expensive? I'm going to have to say that face strips. All right. You said the most expensive item is the bag of poop. Greg, according to stupid.com, it's $5.99. <laughs> that makes it the most expensive on our list. So you're not going to win uh, that way. But I'm going to give you a second chance. Okay. If you can tell me within $1... How much the bottle of Irish Spring Deep Action Scrub Body Wash is, I'll still hook you up, man. Let me guess. $2.99. $2.99. 18-ounce bottle of Irish Spring Deep Action Scrub. Are you a body wash kind of guy, Greg? I am a body wash type of guy. Okay, right on. <laughs> what kind do you use? Um, I use uh, Irish, no, Irish, not Irish Spring. Um, Axe? No, I use... Old Spice? Uh, Old Spice, actually. <laughs> yeah. oh, all right. What Old flavor? Spice Do you know good. what flavor? Um, No, I can't think of it off the top of my head. The swagger flavor is the Swag- best. Sure it is. Swagger Chocolate. is the best, and that's usually the one I use. <laughs> According to tar- Target.com, the Irish Spring uh, action, Deep Action Scrub Body Wash is $3.97. Woo! So you're, you're over a dollar. <laughs> so you do not get the tickets. If you would have said, I said two ninety nine. Yeah, my friend, it's three ninety seven. Yeah. You were over by two pennies. Yeah, you were over by two pennies. No, I was sorry, in, I you're was, such a loser. I yeah. was ninety eight seven cents away. Listen, we're not the smartest <laughs> math guys in the room, so just hang on the line for me, okay? 
We need a spreadsheet for this one. So if you're the listener that created that for us, uh, we're going to go ahead and need that uh, from you. So, uh, yeah, he, he's totally getting that. So. Uh, well, not so much a loser. Yeah, man. my mistake. Don't worry. He's getting the hookup. There you go. Yeah. He's like online right now, like, oh, oh, what? oh, thank God. Oh, thank God. Who would have thought, though, two cents could mean you're not going to see Iron Maiden? Oh, right. I lost <laughs> tickets by two cents. Yeah, but not in this case. He's going to yeah. get the hookup, so we're going to take care of him. We still got listener emails, plus we have to tell the truth. Don't go anywhere. Tulsa's Morning Show continues next. Next to Big Bad Morning Show. 97.5 KMOD. Good morning. It's the Big Man Morning Show. 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to the phone number, 82945. And uh, we are going to have Pop in here with sports uh, here in a minute. And I was watching the last night, I was watching the, 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 bas- the basketball game, and they had an advertisement for Spider-Man. I didn't know Spider-Man was... Still a thing. And I don't mean that like, I'm aware Spider-Man's a thing. Yeah. I didn't know that they were making another Spider-Man movie. Yeah, you gotta milk that thing for what it's worth. I thought they already had. As did I until I seen that same commercial. And I'm like, for real? Come on. Wait, so is it like, what, Spider-Man 6 or... Oh, Spider-Man Homecoming. Yeah. That's what it's called. Yeah. Cool! I thought Spider-Man died in one of the movies. Uh, no, no, I don't think so. Hopefully he will in this one. What? Wait, Robert Downey Jr.'s in it? Well, you can't have Iron Man and Spider-Man at the same time. That's just too much. Yeah. See, this is oh, where... Oh, you know what? DC's talked about this, that a lot in a lot of the new you know, Marvel movies that they're doing it. Because I know in Captain America, a bunch of other superheroes showed up that they're, they're showing up in each other's movies. You think they're just but... running out of ideas? They're like, you know what? In no, the I think... Spider-Man movie, we'll have Iron Man come in. I think they're... Uh, I thought that Spider-Man was DC, but I'm not 100% sure about that. But I think... Spider-Man's what Marvel. Oh, it is? Okay, I think they're just trying to make them all connect. Like, they're, that, that they're all related to each so other. So, like, here in, like, maybe, like, ten years, we'll have just one super mega movie where, like, every comic book hero ever known to man was is all in this one movie? Check or- the phone, because we, we need our nerd to tell us what's up. <laughs> uh, but uh, John Favreau is in it. Donald Glover's in it. Marissa Torme is in it. Oh, awesome. Michael Keaton is in it. So you know it, it, the cast wise, it's gonna be it's gonna be awesome. 100%. Justin set us straight, man. Yo, so did you guys see Ca- Captain American Civil War? The no, no. no. Set us. Uh-uh. Tell me like nah. I'm five, like I've never seen any of them. Tell me about this one. All right. Well, this new Spider-Man is part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe now, which before that he was part of Sony Productions or something like that. So this time he's actually part of the actual Marvel Universe. I see. Oh. So this is really the first true Spider-Man movie in the Marvel world because before it was just the, the movie yeah. production company. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Okay. So that's why Robert Downey Jr. is going to be in this one. And if you watch Civil War, he's in that too. Got it. That actually makes so much. For a second, I thought you were taking this down Nerd Avenue, but <laughs> you totally got to put us on logic logic lane. So I appreciate well, that, man. Awesome. Yeah, I, when I heard that, I was like, "Oh man, I got a nerd out." Just no. I there. listen. <laughs> we I I need you guys to do that for me because I lost my nerd. So, uh, Justin, have a great day, brother. Hey, thanks, guys. Uh, you too. All right, man. See you later. Glad we got that figured out. Now I can. Oh, I'll be able to Rest sleep easy. tonight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We need our nerds, man. 
MLB draft was taking place yesterday, and uh, we had a couple of players from Oklahoma uh, get selected yesterday. Stillwater shortstop and third baseman Ryan Valade went to the Colorado Rockies in the second round, 48th overall pick. And the sophomore outfielder Connor Uselton went to the Pittsburgh Pirates in the supplemental round of the 72nd overall pick. They are the highest Oklahoma high schoolers chosen since Ty Hensley of Edmond Santa Fe was chosen with the 30th pick overall back in 2012. Pete Hughes is out as Oklahoma head baseball coach after a 128 and 107 career record with four seasons at Oklahoma. The Sooners went 44 and 51 in Big 12 play with him at the helm. Lincoln Riley era off to a great start. They got the much-coveted defensive end from Putnam City to announce his selection, and it was Oklahoma. His name is Ron Tatum. He flipped his decision from the Longhorns to Oklahoma on Monday afternoon. He is six foot five, 270 pounds, rated as the eighth-best player nationally at his position. He had 108 tackles and 11 sacks for the Pirates last season. Oklahoma State's men's golf program will be well-represented this week at the U.S. Open in Aaron Hills, Wisconsin, Four Cowboys advanced to the sectional qualifying this week to join a pair of former Cowboys who were already exempt from the events. And if you missed it last night, Kevin Durant was named MVP in the NBA Finals. Basketball is over, and the Cavs are your world champions. And if you're bitter about it because you're a Thunder fan, hey man, you might as well buckle in because this thing is not going to stop rolling anytime, <laughs> anytime soon. We're talking Kevin Durant's going to re-sign this summer. Maybe. Andre Iguodala is going to re-sign this summer. And How are they standing under the cap? They're not. They're going to have to pay the luxury tax. So they'll just pay the tax. The next, I, I read a luxury stat the other day. Luxury tax on what? You have to stay within a certain realm. If not, you have penalties applied to you where you have to pay extra money to the league, and then they spread it out. Okay. I The stat I read was in the next four or five years to keep this group together, the Warriors would have to pay the penalty of somewhere in the neighborhood of $1.3 billion in, in luxury tax. But but they got a core, and they're gonna they're gonna ride this out as long as they can to see how many rings they can get. Okay, so there's no chance. I thought maybe if KD just got one ring, he would come back. He just wants a bunch. He is not. He's not coming back. Never. No, he probably won't. Not 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 a chance. Come on. Uh, There's a chance, but he's not coming back. My favorite moment last night was in in the second quarter, the fight between uh, West and J.R. Smith, Mm -hmm. and they uh, they get in a Chevy match and they start. Kissing, it's I yeah. They got up in each other's face. Yeah, and they were really close to each other, but their lips touched together a lot. Right? Wait, like it's really uncomfortable. So they're like, "I'm the bigger man." No, I'm the bigger man. It's one of those where you're pushing, but you're not using your hands because if you use your hands, it's a penalty. You're in trouble. So they're just rubbing each other like faces (laughs) against each other. It's really bizarre. What is this? J.R. Smith is a psychopath. (laughs) So's West. (laughs) He's West easily the a, most. He's the craziest defensive player in the league, right? Uh, no, I don't put. I don't put David West in that category. David West is just a, a, a good all-around player. He's not anywhere. He's tough. close to the level of psycho that that uh, J.R. Smith. That's is. awesome, right, Sam? Yeah. Amazing. It's so passionate. J.R. Smith's quote. <laughs> it is passionate. J.R. Smith's quote in his high school yearbook was "Get chicks or die trying." Awesome. Yeah. 
That's awesome. Good for him. That dude has been has been a nightmare everywhere that he's been. Yes, I don't know what this is. Some type of like alpha male. Well, it's a weird alpha male, right? I've never. That's Tristan Thompson. There is that that's Tristan Thompson? That, yeah. Okay, I got oh it wrong. Oh my yeah. god, I love this. It's so really much. great. I would love it if dudes acted like peacocks like this. Like they just get their faces close. Like my bigger man. Like it looks like. They're but they're rubbing their out. lips on each other. Yes, it's really bizarre. It's super sexual. <laughs> Is it erotic in a way, Sam? It kind of is. Like, <laughs> get it, son. <laughs> uh, that's Boston to the Wall Sports, Jeremy Poplar, 97.5 Cable News. Good morning. It's the Big Mad Morning Show, 918-460-KMOD. You can also text if you'd like, BMMS, and then what you want to say to the phone number, 82945. We got listener emails. These are emails that you guys have sent in and need advice with. All you have to do is send an email to show at KMOD.com. Show at KMOD.com. And this says, please help me. I recently got a new roommate. It's just for the summer. They're living in Tulsa while they're doing an internship. He's totally cool. We both like video games. Well, him more than me. He's just renting a room and uses the living room, kitchen, bathroom, etc. He stays up all night playing my video games, and he is loud, screaming at the game, other gamers. It's the only <laughs> TV in the house, so if I take it away, then I can't play. How do I get him to stop? Ugh. Roommates, man. That sucks. And by the I, way, I, like, I used to be roommates with Cornflake, who was the same kind of video gamer, just like, it's 2 a.m., like, come on, stupid! Just Like you wake it. up from a sleep, you're like, what's that? Yeah, like, it's scarier <laughs> him, you know, yelling crazy obscenities and just like, oh my god, are we under attack? Like, it can be very stressful to have a roommate screaming at Call of Duty. <laughs> uh, I was going to say, I'm glad I'm, I'm never going to have to deal with that, but I'm actually going to get a new roommate in December, so... I don't even... <laughs> right. Oh, right. <laughs> right. Child. Um, so what do you guys think this person should do? Uh, they've got a room that they're renting, which some people do, and the person stays up all night playing their video game system. Yeah. And I get it. Like, do you disconnect it and put, you know, only hook, bring it out and hook it up? What a pain in the ass, man. Yeah, and then you can't, like, you. then you're being super obvious about it and starting a roommate problem. Right, that does create a problem that you, they're going to be like, "Hey." Yeah, like what what the what, dude? Rich is on the phone. Hi Rich, how are you? Yeah, I'm living the dream. How are you guys doing? Good, brother. What uh, what do you think this guy should do? It's a matter of having a simple uh, simple conversation. Don't do it or get out. Yeah, but I don't think it works that way. If you're renting a room, you can't just get out. They have you have to evict them. Fair. But I mean, it's just a matter of being candid about the situation. If you don't like something that's going on, have a conversation. If he's unwilling to change, then, you know, you have to go a step further, I guess. But that would be uh, my advice. Right on. Rich, continue living the dream, sir. Thank you. All right, see you later. TJ is on. Hi, TJ. How are you? Good. How are you? Good. What do you think? I think it's his place. He should just be like, yo, this is my house. This is what what it's going to be. You know, I mean, if he doesn't agree, then maybe he'll go. 
Does but, he need to be thug about it? Like, yo, it's my house. This is how it's going to be. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right on, TJ. Thank you very much. Thank you. Bye. All right. See you later. I love it. She gets tough. She uses her thug voice. I I understand. <laughs> I had a roommate not, not too long after college, and he was a former uh, army ranger. And he, in the middle of the night, would listen to tapes of marching songs. Oh, God. And I don't know if he was dealing with some sort of PTSD or what. Just missing it? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But, and for, I mean, he was, he was cool. Like, we got along pretty good. He was, I mean, he would get really crazy and mean. And you can't just go, hey, <laughs> this is my house and my rule. Sometimes it's just not that easy. Yeah. And especially if you're counting on that money, you don't want that money to go away, you know? Yeah. So, right. Then you're like, I'm counting on this person to be able to, you know, pay my car. Yeah, pay my 500 bucks a month. John is on now. Hey, John, how are you? I'm doing all right. What do you think, man? Uh, I just want to go ahead and say it's like, hey, you know, it's her house. I mean, you don't have to come out and say that, but, you know, if this person's renting a room and they're doing their internship and in their time off, they're sitting up playing games, yelling at the TV, it's real simple. I'm like, hey, you know, you need to cut it out, either get a little bit quieter or, you know, we're, we're going to figure out some type of solution because I'm pretty sure it's cutting into whatever sleeping pattern this person did have and messing it all up. Now, while they're trying to do their job that they're getting paid to do, then, you know, it's interfering work performance. Right on. John, John, I appreciate the call, man. Have a great day. All right. All right. See you later. Yeah. You sit down and go, hey, man. We got this is you're killing me, Smalls. <laughs> Say it that way. <laughs> Calvin is on. Calvin, what do you think? Yeah, I had the same situation when I was uh, younger. Um, my roommate would play the video game all night, and I sat down with him, talked to him, and nothing changed. And because <laughs> it was my Xbox and it was my TV, I just moved it into my room. Then he couldn't play it. And maybe that's what this guy needs to do because it's his stuff. Right on. Calvin, thanks, man. Yeah. See you later. That's definitely a solution. Move yeah. it into your room. You have this house, and you have to move your TV into your room. When, when, and then when? you never use the living room. <laughs> uh, Heather is on now. Hi, Heather. How are you? Heather, you're on. You know, you should get on All right. See you later, Heather. I feel like we should tell you that you should know how to operate a phone <laughs> if you call in. Let's go to Tyler. Hi, Tyler. How are you? Yeah, well, how are you? Good, man. What do you think? I think you should, uh, every time they wake you up in the middle of the night, charge them like five bucks. Tack it onto that month's rent. And then what do you do if they're like, I'm not, they just pay the rent and like, I'm not paying you the $5? I didn't think that far ahead. <laughs> <laughs> right on, Tyler. Have a great day, man. Bye, Sam. All right, see you. <laughs> That's Sam's cousin. Uh, I mean, I get that too, right? Like, hey, listen. But if, they, if you have an agreement with them, yeah, I, mean, right? I think that's all it depends on. If, do you have a release? Or is it just like a handshake? Yeah, you can stay here. Because if, if that was me, I'd be like, here's my contract that says I don't have to do that. Jenny, good morning. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you? Good. What do you think? I think you should just buy a bunch of like little girly or little kid games and only leave those out in the living room when you go to bed. 
Oh, like that's interesting. Hello Kitty ice skater or whatever. Anything really pink, anything extremely girly, anything that, you know, denosculate him, you know. They only leave the ones that, you know, only leave those out there and take all the cool games back to the back to your room with you. Right. No, that's an interesting that's an interesting tactic. Like, yeah, that wasn't my game. Sorry. <laughs> right on, Jenny. Have a great day. Have a great day. All right, bye. See you later. Valerie, how are you, Valerie? I'm awesome. How are you? Good. What do you think? Um, I think they need to be adults and have an actual conversation. <laughs> I mean, I don't think it's that hard. I think it's just a matter of actually talking to him. I mean, he took the time to actually write you guys, and you probably could have already had this whole thing taken care of. Well, what should he say? Like, give me an example of what he should say. Rather than let's just give him advice, hey, talk, let's give him some, you know, some, some things to start with. Well, just the fact that, you know what, I, I, this is my sleeping pattern. This is what you've got going on. You know, it's a matter of just being courteous and respectful. I mean, I, I, that's what adults should be. I mean, you respect other people's, you know, their their boundaries and everything. And I don't think that's that hard to ask. I mean, unless you grew up in a freaking barn or something, you know. I mean, it's just a matter of just being a freaking adult. I, listen, I don't yeah. know about you, Valerie, but based on the email, I'm guessing that these people are like fresh in their 20s. Well, Wouldn't okay. you agree? Yeah. But, so uh, hold know. on. So I have, I have a point to make. Sorry. So uh, they're fresh into their 20s. Uh, I didn't, an adult, respect of space, what are you talking about? In your 20s, you don't do any of that. Well, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I got this. So, but, I mean, well, there's a good time to start, though. At least, okay, <laughs> even if it's a matter or you don't respect their space or their boundaries, you got to learn at some point, but at least have a conversation. You know what I mean? you got to start somewhere. I mean, before he's already in his head blown this up into this huge, big ordeal where the guy's not even going to change, he doesn't know that because he hasn't even sat down with the guy to have a talk. You know, I mean, at least talk to the guy, give him, you know, tell him, you know, I'm trying to sleep, at least have some consideration. I'm not, he's not complaining about the fact that he's playing the video games. The problem is the fact that he's screaming at the video games, you know, I mean, just try to talk to him and and figure it out between themselves. And I bet you it won't be as big a deal as he's making it out to be, because it's real easy to go ahead and blow something up and out of your proportion when it's in your head. I mean, I can go ahead and think about something and I can make it a hundred times worse. That's different. You're a female, <laughs> right? <laughs> Val- <do> that. <laughs> Valerie, thank you very much. Have a great day. You too, thanks. See you later. As Valerie was ranting there, I was thinking, uh, w- w- if he was watching TV, would you be as pissed? Is the issue- screaming at the TV? Yeah. Well, that's is the issue. He's screaming at the at the games, or is he playing video games? What's the issue? Can he can he play video games without screaming? Yeah, because like then child. you're not waking anybody up. You're not bothering anybody. Tony is on. Hi, Tony. How are you? Hey, I'm doing great. What do you think? Hey, uh, well, they ought to get a set a curfew or something on the TV or set uh, times that they can play the TV. You know, like, this is my, my time, this is your time, TV. Or, uh, and if none of that works, then I'd open a 55-gallon drum of whoop-ass. Yeah, that would be an archaic way to handle it, don't you think? <laughs> well, I don't know. Yeah, all right, see you later. I'm sure 20-year-olds love rules. And curfews. Jeremy, how are you, Jeremy? I'm doing good. How are you? Good, man. What do you think? Well, I think, you know, the guy should, you know, write a new contract up, you know, sit down with him. 
put the papers on the table and, you know, talk to him first like an adult. If he doesn't want to change, you know, tell him, hey, dude, I need to go to bed and you need to quit being loud and obnoxious all night, you know. <laughs> and if that don't work, you know, we're going to sign a new agreement. Well, I don't think you can make somebody sign a new agreement, can you? Uh, if he's if he's paying rent. Yeah, I think if you're paying rent, that you can't make somebody sign a new agreement. All right. Well, I mean, if he wants to continue staying there, we're going to sign a new lease. Yeah, I don't. I don't think it works that way. I think if you're in a lease, you can't go. You've got to sign this one. No, but if he wants to stay there, I. And it depends on how I guess how the lease is worded, but I don't think it works that way. Right. Well, that's what I'd probably do. Right on, man. Have a great day, Jeremy. You too, man. All right, see you later. Let's take Jay's, our last one. Jay's, how are you? I'm doing good. Good. What do you have, man? Well, what I think is that he should buy some earmuffs or just have a just sit down and have a straight talk with him. Right on, man. Video game. I love it. Have a great day, brother. All right, bye. All right, see you later. Like fuzzy earmuffs? Right? Like those ones I got for Scarlet for Rocklahoma? <laughs> yes. Right. Those are so cute. They sell them in size, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> For your bitch ears. <laughs> Listener email. Uh, I got a roommate. It's just for the summer. Doing an internship. He's renting a room. He stays up all night playing video games and he's loud, screaming at other gamers. It's on the TV, the only TV in the house. So if I take it away, then I can't play. How do I get him to stop? Sam. I think that you just need to talk to him and tell him to stop being a savage and screaming at the TV in odd hours of the night. And if he doesn't change, then you move your TV into your room. I think that's very simple. Gimby. Kind of with Sammy on that page, but not to take the, the same answer. Here's what you should do. Sit down and have a talk with him and be like, hey, bro, you're keeping me up at night with your obsessive screaming at the goddamn game. Now, if that doesn't work, then you just give him a little dose of his own medicine. While this guy's sleeping in the middle of the day because he's been up playing video games all night, then you start yelling and screaming at the TV as well. Show him, hey, this is how it feels. Uh, shut up. That's my <laughs> advice. You think having roommates is easy? That's called having a roommate. You're experiencing having a roommate. I'm sorry it's not perfect, man. That's part of having a roommate. If you take the video games and hide them in your room, if you have one of those old systems, uh, they're going to go into your room and take the video games. They're going through your room now. <laughs> Digging through your underwear drawer. Yep. <laughs> Roommates do that. Yeah. Unless you have a lock on your door, right? Mm -hmm. This is just the thing the roommate is doing that you know is happening. Probably using your toothbrush. <laughs> In places using, you don't want to yeah, know. Gotta scrub loofah. my toes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it sounds like your room is kind of being diabolical. I feel like you know when you're being a douche. If you're screaming at your TV at 2 a.m., I do feel like you know you're doing that. Yeah. Maybe you're doing something that's annoying him. Right. I agree. Uh, all right. So we got more emails. You can always email us, show at KMOD.com. More of the Big Mad Morning Show is next. 97.5. Good morning, it's the Big Mad Morning Show, 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to the phone number, 82945. Listener emails. You can always email us, show at KMOD.com. An email came in of someone that wanted to comment on that. They said, get a fan for white noise. Better yet, just buy a white noise machine. <laughs> yeah, but a fan, I like blow on me. Get an... Uh, <laughs> you got... Was that I like, <laughs> I like the fan to blow on me. <laughs> Any particular one or just all of them at once? We have a huge fan. Oh, you're stupid. <laughs> I'm stupid. 
<laughs> I'm stupid. Mm-hmm. Uh, this says non-sleeper, get a fan. Gamer, get a headset. D- yeah, I think that's the issue. I don't think you yell at the console. No, you're yeah. yelling at the people. At the people right. playing, right? So a headset's actually just going to make it louder. Yeah, because then, like when you have headphones on, you're like, hey, yeah, can you hear me? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, listener email, you can always email us, show at KMOD.com, show at KMOD.com. This says, uh, I don't know if this is a jealousy thing or if it's a woman thing, but my wife seems... <laughs> this is already starting out great. <laughs> but my wife seems to flirt with teenage boys. Anytime she sees one at the mall, at the Ball Diamond, downtown, anywhere... She flirts by throwing eyes at them or bending over near them. What? I've said something to her before, but she says I'm delusional. What do you guys think? Oh, I—I <laughs> I, I mean, um, I don't know if she's doing it. It is if if you're saying she's bending over all the time. I guess let's let's peel this back, right? Where we can get some actual advice. If you have a partner that is flirting with around teenage boys, what do you do? Okay, and he says that um, that by flirting, she throws eyes at them, like I right. guess sexy eyes. I guess. Hi, baby. Is, is that is that a thing? Do girls do that when they're flirting? Um. Yes. Yes. Okay. That's true. Yeah. And you he's caught her. He feels like wow. he's caught her. Maybe, I mean, I mean, he's going to have the most, he's going to know the most because, I mean, maybe she threw sexy eyes at him. You know what I mean? So, like, he would know how she flirts. Because I think everybody flirts differently. And so, like, he would be the one that would know how she flirts. Sure. So, she's saying he's delusional, which to me is an interesting uh, word to choose. Like not, no, you- I'm not doing that. No, you're delusional. Hmm. She's yeah. not necessarily denying the fact that she's doing it. And it is a kind of like a, a, a that's like a, a harsh word, I guess. Like over the top word. It seems it's a very bizarre word to choose. Now, maybe that's part of her, her vernacular. I don't know. But uh, listener email. So this guy's got his woman and she is apparently flirting with teenage boys. <laughs> I don't know how this guy knows they're teenage boys, but maybe his eyes pretty good. <laughs> And uh, he says she <laughs> bends over near them and throws eyes at them. The she, bending over one is just, I can't get past that. Like, maybe she just is clumsy and drops stuff a lot. Like, I have you, have you ever had a girl flirt with you by bending over in front yes, of you? Yes, yes. That's what they do. They want you to check out their ass. Yes. Even if it is the size of a Buick. <laughs> what? I've, I've never, I've, maybe I don't know that trick. You've never bent over to show your ass to somebody? Ever. No, not like maybe Ever. when I'm like dancing, I guess, but not like, ooh, he's cute. You know, the snap, like in Legally you, Blonde. <laughs> like you're at the mall and you, you see there's a group of guys. You're not going to bend over and with your ass pointing in their general direction? No, not on purpose. Really? Uh, Erica is on. Hi, Erica. How are you? I am doing. <laughs> All right. Well, what do you think, Erica? I think depending on her age, she... Might kind of want to know if she still got it. I mean, I'm in my 20s, but my mom, I love her to pieces. Uh, She does the same thing, and my dad's used to it. She flirts with younger people to see if she still 
got that playing, I guess. But I don't know. I mean, how old is your mom, Erica? How old is your mom? She is 43. And why would she need to know if she still got that thing? Just for an attraction thing. I mean, it's for confidence. It makes them feel better. If they know that they can still kind of pull eyes from the younger generations, it makes them feel good. But why? Why is that a necessary thing to have if you're in a relationship? Because I honestly, I, I, I think don't know. you want to still I, feel attractive. Like why? I mean, because you should only worry about one person. Yeah, I get it, but it doesn't matter. I mean, if somebody calls you ugly or whatever, it's still going to hurt your feelings. You're not like, well, my boyfriend loves me. Like it's it's still like you just still want to feel huh. attractive. I get that. I don't get that. I mean, exactly. My old man, he tells me that I'm the most gorgeous woman every day. But it still feels nice coming from somebody else. What? Yeah, listen. It's not like oh. in a bad way. Okay. Being uh, like hearing that would be nice. To seek it out is where the bizarre behavior is. Yeah, I know. That is kind of weird. Yeah. I mean, she might, she might not be getting the attractive comments at home. And Maybe they're just that comfortable with each other where they don't feel they have to say that stuff anymore. And your dad's completely fine with it? My dad's very passive, and my mom is not very passive. So they opposites attract, and I mean, I guess he's gotten used to it. She lets him do his own thing, and he kind of lets her do her own thing. One of those you can look, but you can't touch ordeals, I guess. Right on, Erica. Thank you so much. Thank you. All right, see you later. Isn't it weird how we're accepting of women doing that? Mm-hmm. Like, hey, I want the younger. But if a guy does it, it sounds creepy. Yeah, yeah. If you're trying to show off his hog or whatever, <laughs> how? Like, I mean, if he was just like, I don't know, like Cornflake used to wear those tight pants because he thought it made his hog look good. Like they were his <laughs> hog pants. And so, I, like, I, you know, if a guy was trying to show, if if my boyfriend was doing that at work or something else, I would be really, I would be offended. I'd be mad. Yeah, but in public, he would put the jeans on, and that would be that, right? If you went out for a date, and he's wearing them, that's di- that's. But he's not going to lunge his hog in the general <laughs> direction of somebody, right? Oh Do you see what I'm saying? Yes. A woman has more of an opportunity. She can push her breast up. She uh-huh. can wear a cut shirt. Yeah, there's nothing that like you guys can really show off your you hog could, with. You could wear those officer dangle shorts. Text <laughs> of the day, and for our listener email. Because, or Corbin, because, woman. There you go. <laughs> I think that Problem is a solid solved. answer. Uh, Chase is on. Hey, Chase, how are you? Good, sir. How you doing? Good, man. What do you think? Cougar. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Smoke weed every day, guy. Hey, buddy, how are you? I'm doing great. Good. What do you got, man? Um, man, I don't know. I would probably... Just start flirting with other girls around her and see how she likes it. Like give her a taste of her own medicine? Yeah, or just smack her. Like, oh, God, ah. no. no, no. <laughs> smack a bitch. I get, I get. So whatever yeah, he clearly hasn't had any today. Good God. You wouldn't do that if you were high. Yeah. Uh, Kyle is on. Hey, Kyle, how are you? I'm doing good. How are you guys? Good, man. What do you think? Well, honestly, my opinion is, you know, if I've got a wife that everyone wants to check out, it kind of makes me proud of it. You know, hey, take a look. She goes home with me. Right, but there's a diff- right, but isn't there a difference between guys checking your girl out because you're walking down the street, and be- or because she's deliberately bending over? Yeah, yeah, you do got a good point there. Maybe right. she's got some nice assets. Maybe, brother. All right, Kyle, have a great day. You All right, see you later. All good, valid points. What if she does it to get him jealous? According to a texter, maybe she he doesn't 
show he cares until then. Yeah, I don't think that's a good idea. Do women do that, though? Do they do things to try and make their man jealous just to get attention from their man? Um, uh, no, yeah, that's true. No, No, yeah. yeah. No, yeah. No, yes, I agree. That's true. (laughs) No, you agree or yes, you agree? Yes, I agree. That's true. That happens sometimes. (laughs) Usually Usually towards the end, before the fire. This says next time he sees her doing it, take her home, bang her super good, and say, who's your daddy? That's a terrible idea, because then the next time she wants that, she's going to bend over and to show her ass <laughs> to somebody else again. Like, hello? Let's go to Ty. He's going to be our last one. Hey, Ty, how are you? Doing well. What do you think? I think, honestly, he should embrace it. If, if you're secure enough in your relationship, I, with my girlfriend, I love it when she flirts with the guys, because I get to look at him and go like, hey, I'm taking this home. This is mine. Are you guys married? No. So you don't know if you're taking it home. You hope to. <laughs> well, I mean, it's been three years. So, yeah, it's hope so every time. So it's, it's a little accomplishment every day. Right on, man. Ty, thanks, brother. Mm-hmm. All right, buddy. See you later. Listener email from a guy who he doesn't know if it's a jealousy thing or if it's a woman thing. But my wife seems to flirt with teenage boys anytime she sees one at the mall, at the Ball Diamond, downtown, anywhere. She flirts by throwing eyes at them or bending over near them. I've said something to her before, but she says I'm delusional. Sam. I think that it's a problem that she's calling you delusional because you like presented a problem and her answer is like, no, you're crazy. So um, I would say that all you can do is bring it up again and tell her it's creepy. Those kids are underage. That's kind of that sounds illegal if you're flashing your ass <laughs> at an underage kid. Actually, that sounds kind of criminal. So if I were you, I would, you know, bring it up that you're not delusional and it's not a woman thing. Gimpy. I'm going to say that. When she bends over for these younger men, you should just go up and just smack her on the ass as hard as you can. That'll ruin all that for her. Now, if that doesn't work out, then start flirting with you know waitresses and bartenders everywhere that you go. And give her, like smoke weed every day, guy did, a little taste of her own medicine. So you're like, either hit her or mentally torture her. <laughs> Those are your two options, <laughs> When you put it like that, not that bad, just a smack on the ass, wham! Yeah, that'll work. Uh, man, I, we've said it earlier, I let your freak flag fly, and you want to be with somebody that lets your freak flag fly. As long as she isn't taking action on it, and, you know, she's not, you know, like it's a Nerf gun just pointing in every direction, then <laughs> who cares? It's, what's the big deal? As as Ty said at the very end, it's your woman. It's not like she, if she's t- taking action, that's different. But uh, over, but overall, it's like, ah, what is a little innocent flirting? You don't flirt when you go to the checkout counter, and the girls, the, your waitress, your lunchtime sweetie. Yeah, the problem <laughs> with that is, I, the, the problem I have is the fact that these are like it's teenagers. It's not just like with anybody. So are most girls that wait tables. Yeah, but uh, I no. think Sam thinks teenagers. She's thinking sixteen, you know, fifteen, sixteen teenagers. You know, yeah, I am. Not not so much 18, 19, yet still teen in there, but legal. So when guys are, you know, looking at the cheerleaders at the high school football game? Yeah, that's weird, but That's I mean, creepy. Uh, I'm just that's saying. That's creepy. It's not okay. What I like about if, high school girls. Right. <laughs> if I'm sitting next to you at a high school football game and you're like, ah, check out the flyer on that girl. I'm like. The flyer? What? The flyer's the one you throw up in the air. Oh, okay. That's oh. the name of it. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> what term? I, gotta, I don't know this term. <laughs> no. Educate me. If you're, if you're a grown Hit man. Hit me to the lingo. If you're telling me that like that girl's hot, I'm like, you got issues. She's 16. But she's not saying that. 
No, but she, it's like the equivalent of that because she's showing her ass to teenagers. To me, that's weird. It's the weirdness of the fact that they're teens. I think there's so much overanalyzing here. How do you know she's pointing, like, is she pointing her ass, like, aiming and then bending over? There's a lot of assumption here. (laughs) Or watch this, honey. Yeah, I just feel like there's a lot of assumption. It's a weird, it's a very bizarre email. I love that you asked us. I love when people are like, you just talk to your per. No, email us. Yeah, we want to help. Duh. And I really like when we get update emails. So Me too. You should wink, wink. Let us know how that goes. Hinty, hint, hint. <laughs> uh, all right, we're going to take a break. You can always email us show at KMOD.com. More of the Big Mad Morning Show is next. 97.5 KMOD. <laughs> Good morning, it's the Big Mad Morning Show, 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. I search for a lot of weird things. Uh, It's just kind of... Show research might be a good statement. Show research. And... I think I have found something really disgusting. It's on our Facebook page right now at facebook.com slash BMMS69. This kid who's 18 was arrested in Kentucky for trespassing. And he's got more hickeys than I've ever seen on an individual. It's disgusting. Yuck. God, hickeys are so trashy. I never thought hickeys were something cool. I was always freaked out by them. Not even as a good lord. He looks like a leopard. (laughs) Uh, not what even is as a kid. Wrong with you? No. I I is, hold on. I want to ask a follow up question. Are they cool as a kid? You know, I think when you're in your younger teens and you're you're just just discovering the heavy petting and all that stuff, that yeah, you wanna you wanna lay your mark on your gal or you want your gal to lay one. Not like no, this. No, no, but no. no eventually, I, you grow out of that. Hickeys no. were cool and like hickeys were cool. Yeah, like no in, way. Like elementary, well, middle, middle school, beginning of middle school, I, eighth grade, when you first start making out, kissing somebody, yeah. and it's more cool because you're like somebody else gave this to me, and like I make out with people. No oh, way. Best me when I, in the vacuum. I, okay, so in total impromptu survey via text BMMS space yes or no were hickeys cool ever in your life at some point were hickeys cool yes or no because i can't believe that people thought they were cool i always thought they were disgusting yeah i get it means you make out but never like that's disgusting hickeys trashy uh, now, uh, my yeah, age now, yeah. total trash. But even I remember then, in even sixth then. grade, no way. I remember my friend Monica got one, and I was like, oh, my God, she's so lucky. Hickeys, are they trashy? Yes or no is all we're looking for. BMMS, and then put your vote to 82945. Here's Bob. The Golden State Warriors are your NBA champions. Kevin Durant, your finals MVP, he averaged 35 points, 8.5 rebounds, 6 assists in the finals, and shot 55% from the field and gets his first ring. It had been five seasons since KD had been to the NBA Finals with the Oklahoma City Thunder in 2012. LeBron James became the first player in NBA history to average a triple-double in the NBA Finals, scoring 41 points, 13 rebounds, and 8 assists just in Game 5. Listen to this quote that has so much shade in it from LeBron James. I left everything on the floor. 
every game, all five games. So for me personally, I have no reason to put my head down. I have no reason to look back at what I could have done or what I shouldn't have done or what I could have done better for the team. I left everything I had on the floor every single game for five games this finals. The Cavs aren't going to be the same coming up. LeBron James is the GM of that team. Guarantee you he tries to make changes. Cristiano Otto, uh, Otto Ronaldo, who is the highest paid sports person for the second consecutive year, according to the Forbes annual report of world's wealthiest athletes, is in a little bit of tax trouble there in Spain. A Spanish state prosecutor has accused him of defrauding Spain's tax office of $16.5 million in unpaid taxes. In a statement released on Tuesday, they said that he took advantage of business structure created in 2010 to hide from fiscal authorities and um, has created a shell company in the Virgin Islands to create a screen in order to hide his total income. Doesn't matter. Keep in mind, he made $92 million yeah. last year. He's worth half a billion dollars. Yeah, I know, right? It's, it's a drop in the bucket. Right. He, 58 of that was just on the field. Like yeah. he got paid fifty eight million dollars to he's, play soccer he, last year. He's paid ridiculously yeah, he's, well, and ridiculously he's well. A ridiculous human being, uh, not just soccer talent, but uh, rather handsome as well. <laughs> he does get the ladies. Yeah, yes. he does. He does yes. get the ladies and, and admiration from the uh, AM Sports Station in Tulsa. Yes. Of course he does. Right? <laughs> awesome. He's got his own line of hotels now. Are you, are you kidding me? What are we talking, Ronaldo or um, is, uh, uh, Zach dude? Efron. Don't make me pick. <laughs> Don't make me pick. Man, you got to be stuck on an island. I'm not saying you're going to have sex yeah. with him. I'm just saying you're stuck on an island. I don't want to have sex with him. Whoa, Ronaldo, when did this no, turn okay, into that? Just, Attraction, okay, sorry. Hold on, you just rub oil on their abs. Which one right, is it going to be? Oh, my gosh. You're going to need it on an island. <laughs> Man. you got to save their skin, homie. You, you're, you're in, your excitement of the thought of that is does sound quite sexual in nature. Yeah, but it's not, though. Like, he can just I know respect it's, it's, a nice body when I, I he sees it. I get it. I don't even know if I'd be able to even talk my way out of that, that it's not. Which one would you rather uh, your wife rub lotion on? Zach Efron or Ronaldo? Oh, my gosh. That's a dream, too. <laughs> Both of them. Don't make me pick that one, either. Well, I'll let you just marinate on it. I'll just let you marinate Yeah, I'll, I'll give you an answer tomorrow after I think about it. That's Paul Sewell Sports, Jeremy Poplin, 97.5 KMOD. Good morning. It's the Big Mad Morning Show. 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS. And then what you want to say to the phone number, 82945. Lots of uh, comments of people. Uh, Hikies. 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 Trailer park trash. BMMS. Yes. Yes, class of 2006. No, they're embarrassing, actually. Yes, no. Yes, they were cool. Not You changed the vote. No, it's yes, they're cool. No, they are not. Sam and Gimby think they are cool. Well, we thought that at one time in our lives. Right, but you thought they were cool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You think they're cool if you're a kid. Oh, no, that's getting twisted. When no, I no, 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 kid, no, I'm not trying to twist it. If yeah. you're a kid, you think they're cool. You right. think they're cool if you're a kid. Yeah, that, right. that's yeah, what that we is. said. When Calm yeah. down. In elementary, early middle school, early middle school, when you start first making out, yeah, you think they're cool. You you think they're awesome. No. Oh, look at look what I got. That, yeah. that look was what I did last night. But I don't look at kids now and be like, oh, that's a cool sixth grader with hickeys on his neck. <laughs> <laughs> what, what do you think? <laughs> I think they're trashy. I think anybody that has them are trashy. But when I was in sixth grade, seventh grade, I thought they were cool. Yeah. 
Time to tell the truth. This is your opportunity like we to ask this. anything you want. <laughs> Just remember, keep it clean. No bodily fluids, nothing sexual, and don't forget, we can and will pass on a question. Let's open up the phone lines. Here's Corbin and the gang with all the truth you're going to need. Another one I thought hickeys let you know which girls were more fun. <laughs> yeah. and, and made them hot. Now I think they're gross. I never thought hickeys made a girl hot. I thought I'm, I may have been like, yeah, they clearly make out, but I, it never was hot. It usually was like a slut or a whore or something the was associated ones. with it. Yeah, yeah the yeah, yeah. easy ones. Exactly. Totally. Uh, my to tell the truth question is, um, I want to hear about the first time you got rejected. Like asking a girl out. <laughs> Uh, I I guess I was in fourth grade. Or I guess, okay, maybe your most memorable time. Like a time that you got rejected and it actually stung. All right, here we go. 75. That's 75. I mean, there were clearly times, but I don't stick out in my mind. I guess when I took a girl to prom and she just wanted to go to prom. Oh, like she didn't care who her date was? Yeah. Yeah. So you spent money on tux and stuff? Yeah. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah, all that. Yeah, that's the only, I mean, I'm sure there were times later, but they didn't imprint me, like, as something horrible. Yeah, I gotta agree with him on that one. The only thing that really sticks out is I was dating this girl, I was a sophomore? Yeah, sophomore. And uh, we were together for like a month, and I went and spent all this money, a dozen roses, you know, here you go, we've been together for so long, and then she goes and leaves me for some dude that was like 19, 20. Did he have two arms? Yes, Sam. Did it hurt your I feelings? I have two arms, to be exact. Well, you have an arm and then that other thing. Whatever an that arm is. And an That's ish. not an arm. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. not an arm. Um, but, yeah, <laughs> did it hurt my feelings? Yeah, because she, she left me for somebody else. Uh, mine was, I was, date, this dude gone on like three dates and formal was coming up and he hadn't asked me and my dumb girlfriends are like, oh my God, it's 2004, you should ask him, like... Go vaginas. It's the time of the future. Ask him. And I asked him and he said no. I was thinking as you two were telling your story, I don't think I've been rejected because we're talking dating, right? Yeah. I haven't been rejected in decades. <laughs> because you're old. Because I'm old, right? <laughs> okay. Right. I was like, how is that? And then, okay, because you and Allie. 42. Been, yeah, you and Allie have been married for a long time. We've been married seven years. And then before that, so Allie, did you, between your last divorce and Allie, did you date nope. in between then? No. So no, then no, you haven't really. been rejected since you no, started no. dating the first time. Even before my first marriage. It's been decades since I've been rejected. I.e. my game improved dramatically when I got into my <laughs> mid-20s. Okay. Gimpy, when was the last time you were rejected? Oh, hell. Uh, I don't know. It's been a long time. I've been married. I've been in relationships since I was 21. Bam, 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 kids, and then marriage. So, and I'm 36 now, so it's been 15 years or more. Yeah, it's so been a while. When you were um, at the swingers club, like, mm-hmm. and even in between then, like, you didn't try to hit on girls and got mm-hmm. rejected? No, because I was with somebody at the time. Okay. To tell the truth, 918 460 anything you want. Uh, do you have, this is a question that got texted, do you have any, do you guys have anything that your past partners gave you, and what is it, like clothes, jewelry, etc.? Sam? Um, yes, I have a pair of underwear that my friend Boris had thrown at me in high school. Like his and, underwear? Yeah, but he did it to like embarrass me, and it wasn't like we had sex and I stole the underwear, but I later had but sex you, with you him. you had sex with this person. Yes, yes. You have sex from 
I've, you have underwear from somebody you had sex with. <laughs> yes. And you're in a dedicated relationship. But when you put it like that, it's like harder because that's it's, not the that's, memory that's attached to it. Doesn't matter. It doesn't yeah. matter. Yeah. You could tell us that and it, it would. I don't know if you're telling the truth. Yeah, but I mean, I'm a little bit honest with that. Does your old man know about said underwear? Now? Uh, yes. Yeah, he does. Well, you, it's in like the a, house? I have a memory box full of stuff. It's no, in the house? I think it's actually here. I think it's at the radio station. But. but no, that is not okay. I would be furious if really? my wife. Yes, we're in a dedicated relationship. Why do you need underwear from another man that you've had sex with? Right. Well, the timing of when you had sex is irrelevant. Yeah, but the memory attached to it isn't that. It is all of that. You don't isolate your relate your memories of that guy as only there's the time you didn't and then the time you did. It's somebody you had insane emotion for. Um. I don't like the way you're saying that. It's the truth. <laughs> yeah, I don't like we don't that. look at it like you know you're holding on to these because they were your friends. You're holding on to them. You had sex with them, and it stops right there. Yeah, it's what if Jeff had underwear from a girl that it, he's like, no, no, it's we were friends before this happened, and then we had sex. Yeah, that's not okay. Exactly. It's the same thing, yeah. No, it's different. I'm a girl and I'm a hoarder. So I, it, the, I have, I have a memory. Like the memories that I had that for like sexual partners and stuff. I did it on air. I hoarded that stuff. There was one last thing that I had that I actually like did this really cheesy corny thing where I gave it to him. I don't want to talk about that. And, <laughs> you brought it up. <laughs> mm-hmm. and, but I don't, I don't have any like sexual memories. Like, Except I, you have items from people you had sex with. Yeah, but that's not those the memory are, attached. Those are sexual memories. No, but that's not the memory. If, I- if he had a, a something of a, a, I don't know, a pair of ears with his name on it that, from Disney World. <laughs> go Stay with me. <laughs> okay. From Disney World uh-huh. with his name on it that he went with a girl he had a relationship with. And they hang up in the living room or in the in his bedroom or whatever. You're okay with that? No. Why not? It's, it's The memory's not associated with sex. No, but it is a memory from that that sexual... No, I'm not saying that. Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> it's not okay. <laughs> right, it's not like, okay to have underwear from somebody you've had sex with. Yeah, but in regardless my mind, of when. they were like a friend. It was never a boyfriend. It Doesn't was a boyfriend. You, you had you, sex. Yes, you we had were, a sexual relationship with this person. Your hands were in those underwear at some point in time. Oh, we God. were bang buddies. Nope, not those specific ones. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It, but those underwear came from a prank war that we had. It doesn't matter. Not from you banging. Had, you have underwear from somebody you've had sex with. <sighs> yeah. I just. It's not cool. It's insulting, to be honest. But I'm I would not be doing ins- it to be hurtful. It doesn't make it not hurtful. <laughs> just because your motive is not ill doesn't mean it doesn't cause ill. Okay, so if I kept them here, is that okay? Or do no. they, they need to be burned? <laughs> Why do you need the memory? <laughs> You well, now it's because I've had him for so long that it's like. What do you? What does that mean? So seniority means hey, we keep it because it's been around a long time. <laughs> I know that doesn't rashly make sense, but it makes sense in my head for sure. Oh my god, no. I would be furious if my wife owned underwear from a man she had a for sexual real. relationship with. <laughs> for real. <laughs> oh, I'm almost angry for him. <laughs> oh my god. I'll Gibby, do you have anything? No, no. You purge all that stuff, man. Aside from kids, I don't have anything from a past partner. I, the only thing I have is um, I worked at another radio station, and I have an autographed poster that she designed. But anybody who has the poster has it. Okay. So it's not like something for me. Okay. You know what I mean? It's not yeah. like something that was just hers. You don't look at it and, like, well, what do you... Yeah, I, no, I, I mean, I, but I don't stand in front of it. Well, I don't. I haven't looked at the underwear. But she, 
for since the last time I brought him in here. Right. Okay. Something I go through. All right. I'll get rid of mine. Okay. Then I'll get rid of. I'll get. I'll get rid of mine. I will. I'll get rid of mine. Yeah, that ain't gonna happen. Yes, I will. Mm-hmm. We can do it today. We can't get well, rid we, of we anything. We can't do it today because mine's not here. Oh yeah. Okay. Tomorrow <laughs> we can do that tomorrow. Okay. You bring in yours. We'll light but, a fire. But to be fair, mine has no merit compared to yours. No. His yeah, is but, a poster. Yeah, but right, but well, so not then even you the get same. out of it. I know, but I'm trying to show that it doesn't matter. But when you look at it, like that was my question. When you look at it, and you're like, "This is just a cool poster," or you're like, "I had sex with the girl that designed this." It's a poster with every band that performed signed on it. Oh, so you're keeping it more for the autographs, not yes. for the person that designed yes. it. Yes. And when you yeah. look at it, you think of what? I think of the of the event that I worked at that put that on. Okay. And so then that- sidebar, she designed the poster. That's just a small little footnote yeah. in that. That's that more deal. of like after you stare at it for two minutes, the last six seconds, you're like, and I banged the girl that made that. Yes. Okay. All right. It's I'm- not like, hey, this is underwear, but it's from a prank. It's from a prank. <laughs> I swear. I, it's it, from a prank. It really is. And I will destroy uh-huh. them. I will. I, I We can destroy them tomorrow. This is somebody that's in a text. And Sam, how... How the actually bloody hell, there's another word I'm leaving out, can you not associate the underwear with your sexual relationship when clearly you remember you had sex with him? Yeah, because like he and I had a 10-year friendship, and in that 10 years we'd had sex, but it was like a friendship before it was a sexual relationship. But it, but it became a sexual relationship. Well, no, it, it, it did. So if you're married to somebody, but you're friends before, you can always go, but we were friends first, so that's what matters. Well, no, but like it wasn't like we were friends, and then we had a relationship, and then we broke up. It was like we were friends for 10 years, uh-huh. we had sex, and then we didn't, and we had sex, and then we didn't. And like, then he passed away. No, this so is a different on friend, sex. but oh, it's both. Okay. I mean, they, I hung out with both those, the two you're thinking of together. Like, he still texts me on my birthday. Not cool. Mm-mm. Not cool. Mm-mm. But we were friends before. It's not cool to have contact with somebody from your past that you've had sex with when you're in a committed relationship. But we were friends it, before that. You, we but still, you've also banged. Yeah. I could be... I want to be so crude right now, but I am <laughs> dialing it back. <laughs> he knows intimate things about your body. Yeah. Oh, I don't like you saying it like that. It's the truth, though. So your boyfriend can then have texting conversations with people he's had sex with? Well, it's different because I don't it's live not, in the same place where anything could ever happen. Because distance of like has a, always been a big mm-hmm. stoppage for sex. Well, no, I just, And it doesn't matter. It's not about whether you're going to hook up with them. It's why is that flame staying alive? Yeah. Because it was like a friendship before sex. It, but it always became, has been. You keep going back to that, but it was sex. Yeah, it, but even before and after the sex, it's always been a friendship. Like, I've always stayed in contact with him, and, it, and it's not because of the sex. So like, sex never has emotion attached to it? No, it does. It totally does. But the the emotion was, like, secondary to our friendship. Like, we even when we had sex, we didn't want it to mess up our friendship. It was more like... You're drunk, I'm drunk, we're both single. No, you know? no, 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 no. Sex never keeps it friendship. Never. I don't care if we get 85 texts. <laughs> so you're not friends with any person you've ever had sex with? Not anymore. No, it changes the dynamic completely. You can't be, because I guarantee he thinks he can have ch- sex with you still. Oh, no. Because you talk to him. I bet you if he came to town right now, no matter what, and he put the moves on you, yeah. Are you out of your goddamn mind, Gimpy? I would never have sex with him. Nobody's saying you would. No, but that's what he, he said. It doesn't matter. He thinks he could. Yeah. Mm. It, it doesn't matter. He thinks he could. <laughs> Sorry, I'm, I hit the buzzer. So I, 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 he, I, he thinks he could. That's what. That's the play here. 
right? You keep communication with somebody thinks that thinks they can have sex with you. I've and never... more importantly, you keep memories from somebody you've had sex with, regardless of when the friendship happened. So for you, a sex always outweighs a friendship. Absolutely. It's a game changer. I don't know. I guess I just in that time in my life, I guess it wasn't. And even since I've like, like left and anytime I go back home, we still hang out like you need to get the people at Guinness on the phone (laughs) because we have discovered a unicorn. (laughs) Okay, the only female (laughs) that says sex doesn't change anything. I like I just so 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 if if Jeff had somebody he's had sex with. Mm And they're they were he's like we were friends first. You'd be you'd go to dinner with them and all that. That'd be fine. I don't know about going to dinner and he stuff. can talk to them. He can have conversations with them. If it was a happy birthday text once a year, I don't think that that would bother me. Because like, uh, like in in the time that he and I were friends, we were friends since like my junior year, and then all the way until I moved to San Diego, that we kept in touch and stuff. And so it's it's like. I don't know. It's just not. There's. I've seen him and not have sex with him. It's not like we've always had sex. Can you read the text that is like th- mine on my screen? It's third down, and it's got your boyfriend's name in it. Don't oh read it. Oh my god! And I, it's really crude. It's really crude. <laughs> oh my god! It's really crude. So I can't elude it, but it, it's making the point. Yes, yes, it is. Is that, that okay? Is that okay? No, not. An, I don't like that. You can't be friends with somebody that you know. Yeah! Oh, you know their flavor. Yeah. You can't do that. It changes everything. Okay. You guys win. Case shut. It's not okay. Deleting contact. It's not phone. okay. Right? I mean, it's not. I like I I get I do understand what you guys are saying, but it's never even been an issue in my mind because I've never like I've seen him before and not had sex that that sex wasn't the priority in our friendship. That our friendship was. So anytime that I had seen him, like even when I was married and I visited Tucson, since he's had a girlfriend, we wouldn't have sex. If I had a boyfriend, it really was just like a bang buddy kind of thing. Like, eh, you know, we're best friends. We're drunk. And, you know, let's just do this. And it's not a big deal. But I do understand, like, where you guys are coming from. I've just never thought about it like that because it's not in my brain that way. It's just in a brain as a friend thing that this has happened. Nope. Once it's already happened, that means we can do it again. And that's that's the way guys think. And, oh, what and, happens the next time we get drunk? I bet you I can nail her. And more importantly, oh, God. S- Sam, you're a hoarder and you hoard friendships. You hold on to, quote, friendships when they're not friendships anymore. No, that's true. Like, if you text somebody once a year, happy birthday. That's not a friend. Mm-mm. That's not a friend. That's somebody doing what? Keeping the kettle warm. Yep. No, for me, it was more just like, I still care about you, but I'm too busy to talk to you every day or <laughs> yeah. even more did than you, once did a year. Everybody just hear what just happened. <laughs> yeah. no, Sam what? caught it uh-huh. as it was falling out of her mouth. <laughs> How stupid that sounded. <laughs> somebody sent a text in and says, you guys are so wrong. You can separate sex and friendship. I'm friends with lots of exes. Not all, of course, but it's normal. No, no it is not normal. <laughs> it's I, not normal. I agree. You can't be friends with exes, but I don't consider that person an ex. What's it take to be an ex? An I mean, because we were never in a relationship where I'm your girlfriend. You were in a sexual relationship. You mean you right. were never presented to somebody as a girlfriend? Did you guys ever go out to dinner together and then have sex that night? Um, or go to I'm a movie? Sure, I'm sure go that has drinks. happened. I yeah, can't say no. That's, then that's I can't a say date. No. Then yes, that's a relationship. 
Yeah, but I'm just, just because saying, you guys never said, all right, we're in a relationship or change your Facebook status. That doesn't make it not a relationship. Yeah. And it was never it was never like we didn't have a breakup. There was never like there was never we were <laughs> jealous of each other. In a, you know what I mean? Like it was really just banging buddies. And so I have felt like that's not, you know, the same thing. It's not an ex. I never considered him an ex. This is somebody interesting. Someone saying, I promise you, your boyfriend is not OK with it, even mm. if he admits it or not. Nope. He's just being nice. I mean, we've never had the the discussion because I've never been like, oh, here are underwear from that's not that stuff's not in the house. <laughs> some of these texts are so hilarious. They're great, aren't they? I can't, and I'm not going to read them, but some of them are really fantastic. Oh, my God. Because <laughs> <laughs> some of them are really crude. Some of them are really, really, really crude. Um, not a hoe. It's not. Yeah, people are dro- dropping the hoe card a lot. Yeah, that's rude. that is a, that no. Well, that is a line a hoe would say. No, we're no, no, we're, fr- no. we're just friends. We're just friends. We're I just friends. You. I mean, yeah, sure, we've had sex a hundred times, but we're just friends. Yeah, but it's genuinely not like you guys are saying it is. Like, what, it, can you explain that statement? Because I don't understand it. Yeah, because like I'm, I'm telling you from the person that had that relationship with that person that uh-huh. it was a friend relationship who also had sex. That's the way that it right. is classified. Those, in, sure, but but you understand that makes it a sexual relationship. Yes, because, I do get because yes. because I'm friends with my wife. <laughs> we were friends first. But now we have a sexual relationship that makes us a committed couple working through life together. Yes, but and that's uh, that's not the same. You guys didn't. How's meet, it different? Because you guys didn't like meet as best friends. Like you met her in we, a well, romantic no, you don't meet, way. You don't meet as best friends. No, but you, you <laughs> we're already friends. I know. I, I, I did not. Nope. I did not meet her in a romantic way. So you guys are like, hey, bro, let's go get a beer, and then later you just were found you out like, that. hey, bro, let's have sex. No. no, that's not how it works. No, but we were. We, she was. She worked somewhere. Mm-hmm. I met her at her work, mm-hmm. and then we were like, "Do you want to hang out?" And it turned into that. Right, because you wanted it to be romantic, though. Right. Yes, and I that's wanted to not, go on a date with her and yeah, have more with her. That's not the way that like we met or became friends. It so was for, later that we had. So sex. wait, hold on. So you hold sex in such low regard that you treat it equal to like, hey, you want to play Monopoly? No, no. <laughs> but that's what you're saying. No, it's not. I'm saying that like I we did not have a romantic relationship. It was a friendship relationship. No, you're saying that. Hey, it's like we're friends, and you're like, you want to have sex? Yeah, you want to have sex? Okay, let's have sex. That's what you're saying. I mean, that's kind of how it was. We yeah, were in college. Monopoly. Like, yeah, Monopoly. Like a board game. Okay. Then, yeah, that's what our sex was. So you was. hold sex in such low regard that you treated that minimally? Well, sex with him, yeah. No, you said there were two. You what said you there mean? were two guys that that happened with, that you were mm-hmm. friends with first. Mm-hmm. One is still alive, and they send you happy birthday texts. Right. and the, but- So you hold sex in such low regard with people that that is what... And I'm not trying to be mean. I'm just trying to understand. It does sound to mean, me, but... I hold sex in a high regard. Yeah. It, I do. I hold sex with my boyfriend in a high regard. But at that time in my life, I was partying and we were friends and it was like, eh, we're both young, hot, and bored. Let's have sex. It wasn't a serious light candles kind of thing. Somebody... Slut. Text. Slut. 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 Sam should change her sign off to I want your underwear. That's not going to happen. Uh, Sam said, uh, I need more female friends like Sam. I just want to point out my question has taken up 25 minutes of this segment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Congra- congra- awesome. Congratulations. Yes. <laughs> Quote, it's not in the house is the same as keeping things segregated from your current relationship. 
That is true. That's interesting. Why do you keep it here? Because we had Sam's box and it's been in my office ever since. You guys are digging. Oh, so you could comfortably take that home and knowingly have that underwear in the box and take it home. And when when your old man finds it on the table, oh, what's this? Oh, whose underwear are these? And then you have to explain to him who's there. Right. Before this conversation, I didn't even think that it would be a thing or a hurtful thing because I didn't think of it that way. That's fine. This show's about discovery. It's fine. uh, That's an interesting point. Is everything you have in your hoarding facilities, Mm -hmm. are you comfortable with your boyfriend seeing all of them? Yeah. Everything. Yeah. Everything. Even the underwear? Yeah, I like, and and if he had a problem with it and told me, then I would correct it. If it if it hurt him, correct it by correct it by throwing it away or whatever needed needed to be done. Ooh, I don't believe that. I, I truly <laughs> can you read the text, Sam, to yourself. Don't read it out loud. Totally one hundred percent. No. <laughs> uh, I feel sorry for Sam's dad. Did you ever kiss him? Yes. Then it wasn't friendship. Did I you don't like agree. kiss him with tongue? Yeah, like when we were having sex. Did you? Have, it wasn't like. Did you have oral sex? I'm not answering you. You did. Mm-hmm. Yep, that. That, that. Then you're be that boat has completely sailed. I just. I you mean, don't do you, that. No. To, you, listen, do I, my think, friends don't do that. I, <laughs> I totally think it's we're being friends. Blown up. We are we are friends, right? But, but that's. Do you see what I'm saying? Yes, but I. But there's also, a line. No, I get that, but I'm also not the same person I was when I met him, and I've known him for. Now, like 20 years, whatever, a really long time that our sexual time is like a sliver of how much our friendship is, which has not been much of a friendship except for a text since I've moved here. But still, that's why I hold on to it. It's so fascinating. I am fascinated oh, by yeah. this conversation because I don't think you're alone in your thought process. I think there mm-hmm. are a lot of people that think that. I think typically, though, it lays on the male side. What? That thinks the way that I do? Yeah, that thinks that, hey, we can be friends and still have sex. I think typically or traditionally more men think that way or be friends with somebody that you've had sex with. Yes. Before. Yeah. And it just doesn't work. Somebody stays involved. It's not as cut and dry. Well, it's cut and dry for me because I'm not the one that's involved. Like it, it genuinely is that way for me. Like I but love now. But now because you're in a relationship, a committed relationship of a few years. Yeah, but even like when he was seeing somebody, I didn't, I we didn't have sex. It's always been right. there's been so boundaries. You got a better offer. But oh if God. he came to you lonely one night because she wasn't putting out, mm-hmm. if he would have no. ever came to you and was like, "Hey, I like you, let's make this something," would you have entertained that, or would you have been like, "Brosif, no." <laughs> No, I don't think we could have done that. If he would have came to you and said that, you would have turned him down. I mean, I probably would have nicely done it or agreed. It would have been over, though, at that point. Because for him, you weren't friends anymore. Right, but he and I had had that conversation that our friendship is more important than that. Like, like that we both wanted to keep each other as friends so that wouldn't happen. I mean, we would never have a thing, right? (laughs) No, I mean, no, I don't want anything like that. I was just just making sure. That's really what it sounded like. (laughs) (laughs) We got to take a break. We'll be back. You're listening to the Big Mad Morning Show. What up, N Bombs? This is Tulsa's Morning Show, 97.5 KMOD. Good morning, the Big Mad Morning Show. How's damage control going? Ah, he's not answering me. (laughs) (laughs) This is interesting. I like this question. If by God forbid, knock on wood, 
you and your boyfriend ended the relationship. Oh, we're still talking about this? It's fascinating. <laughs> it is, Sammy. <laughs> if you guys broke up, uh-huh. would you still would you consider having casual sex with this this person again? No. Not at all? No. I don't believe that. I I'm, I'm not into having casual sex the way I was when I was in college. Not as hoary as I used to be. Yeah, I've 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 calmed down the hoariness. <laughs> <laughs> Some you and I will well, I know I will never have to say. <laughs> I'll never have to make that statement on a public forum no. <laughs> that I've calmed down the hoariness. Yeah, calm down your inner whore. Gimpy, I know you've calmed down your inner whore. Yeah, Don't act like you haven't. Absolutely. For d- decades. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mine's been for, I don't know, about a Two, decade. A year and a half? No, because I stopped being a whore before I got with him. Definitely. Hello? What? I don't, I don't know. I, I don't, I gotta be honest, I don't document your sexual conquest. Yeah, I definitely calmed down the whore before I met him. How long have you been together? For two years this week. Next, well, this weekend. Two years this weekend? Mm-hmm. Are you guys doing an anniversary thing? We are. We're not going... anymore after this last <laughs> conversation. Maybe not. No, we're going to the Hard Rock for two days. We're getting a hotel room for two nights and then just hanging out there. They've got an awesome pool that makes you feel like you're not in Tulsa. Do you, you know if you had a dog, you wouldn't be able to do that? Oh, I would just, you know, set it with a sitter. Ugh. Yeah, my mom dog sits a lot. She's very nice. And then also we have a neighbor that... that I dog sit for, well, not yet, but I told her I dog sit for. <laughs> <laughs> like I watch your kid while you're gone. Yeah. yeah. Well, because I only agreed to this. You like, almost said you dog sit it and you've never done it. Well, it was like two weekends ago because she just moved in and she's our friend and her dog's name is Lewis and it's so she cute. She just moved in? Yeah. Blah, 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 blah. No. No, but she's been our friend for a while. She's not a new neighbor. Like, okay. we've known, she's, I've known her since I've known him. People are always awesome in the beginning. No, mm-hmm. no, no. We've known each other for a while, but now she's moved into our hood, and I met her puppy, and it's so cute, and it's little, and I was like, I'll babysit whenever, but it hasn't come up yet. Yeah. So I'm pretty sure don't do, you she, don't would, want to do that. she would babysit. Oh, my God, the dog is it so doesn't, cute. Yeah, but you, that means you're responsible for it. Yeah. Yeah, you don't want to do that. Yeah, two days max of that. One day, you'll be at wit's end. Well, then you'll have great content. I'm sure you're going to love to hear about it. I'll I'll agree for two nights. Two nights. And he's a good buddy. He sits and he, he, you know, speaks and he does spins. When you're like, do a spin, he'll do a spin for a treat. He's a really good buddy. Right. Is he potty trained? Yes, he is potty trained. Never never done it in the house? Well, I don't know about that. Never chewed up anything? I I didn't ask that question either. These are the things you (gasps) asked. Never done any of that? No. Not shed well, when it was no the the dog doesn't shed that's the good news about it but uh, when he was at my house he like told her when he had to go potty and then she took him outside he looked like a well trained dog not a mess and he's still and little total time you spent with this dog three hours max <laughs> max I hope you I can't wait for that I can't wait for I hope to our listeners that are friends with Sam that I know you're listening and you have a kid please let Sam babysit. Yeah. Oh, totally. And it better be Please. cute. And I'm not looking at like, hey, the baby goes down at seven and Sam's coming over at seven. No. That's not babysitting. No, no, no. It has to be an all day sort of thing. It has to include like awake time. Yes. Yeah, I'm totally down with that. It has to include, I almost just fell by the way. <laughs> it includes awake time. It has to include you feeding, diaper changing for multiple hours. And no ginger babies. What? No, well, no, that doesn't work. You Why? can't be prejudiced against the babies. What if your baby's ginger? Yeah. 
Because <laughs> genetics come from like way down the line. You can have a third aunt that is a ginger, and then you baby comes out. Eh, you ginger. I hope not. I watched a video of this like little ginger baby that looked like if th- if that baby woke up in the middle of the night alone in a crib and like needed me, that I might leave it because he no, was so wouldn't. freaky. That would never happen. When it's your kid, you would never do that, regardless of how hideous oh, it is. Oh, yeah, I won't have a ginger. That's what I'm saying. No <laughs> uh, gingers that I'd be scared to be alone with. I want to share something that I watched yesterday. It was a little online documentary. It was like maybe seven minutes documentary about a topic I would have never thought about in a million. I don't think about ever, much less when it affects homeless people. Okay. All right. So uh, the documentary was about homeless people and what it's like to be on the streets as a female. Oh, I've and, seen this. And this is like um, 40% of the homeless population is female. And uh, one of the struggles that women have being homeless is, can you guess, Gimpy? Getting laid? Their period. Yeah. Because tampons or pads run about $10. Yeah. And that sometimes they got to decide whether they're going to be clean or whether they're going to be hungry. Well, that makes sense. They've got to make that decision. And what they use to make tampons or pads like to make do since they don't have them yes you just go to the uh convenience store stock up on some toilet paper that they got there that's free uh well but to make a tampon what they have to do and some of the other items that they've used Mm -hmm. and that that uh they can go to a shelter but shelters they say are some of the worst places because they get assaulted and abused and uh drugs flow through like i didn't realize how heinous it was but i had no idea they, they have to make a decision on whether they steal food or steal tampons. Steal tampons. Wow. So, that's so sad. It's insane to think about. that. You, that I was infatuated with periods. And I've never been infatuated with periods. <laughs> yeah, but that's like such a hard decision. And and like they talk about how hard it is to be clean because like you don't have a bathroom at home. So showering and all that stuff to make sure that they feel fresh and like what a challenge just that is. Like washing in a sink when you're trying to wash everything is really hard. There's been two times in the last week or so where I've been motivated to like I've thought about giving money to an organization to help them do something. That was one of them with the tampons like for females to buy get tampons like Something I would have never thought about, like, hey, Sam, when you're giving money to complete strangers, maybe find a female and give her a tampon, you greedy bitch. Yeah. Yeah, Right? Right? Mm -hmm. The other one was uh, something I keep reading about blind people, and there's an organization in Tulsa that you can give them money so they can buy doorbells that are lights so they can know when someone's at their door. Just basic communication that people that are, I'm sorry. Oh, when they're deaf. I'm sorry, deaf. I'm sorry, deaf. What's a light bulb going to do for a blind person? I'm sorry, deaf. That (laughs) deaf people... So they can know when someone's at just basic stuff, yeah. just basic things you go through life that we take advantage of every day that these people get, are severely affected by. Just it blew my mind, blew my mind. And a simple thing like a doorbell, a doorbell. Right. For people that are deaf. Um, I know that I've seen like commercials and some other stuff. Like if you buy a box of tampons, another one gets sent overseas because that's also a problem overseas. They don't have sanitary pads and there's like girls who they can't go to school. You mean drip pans? Right. They don't have drip pans or tampons. Nope. And so they, they don't go to school for seven days and get behind or whatever it is that like in other countries and like that I, I think about right. that a lot, how terrible that would no, be. No, that is it, horrible. But that, I'm talking that what I'm talking about is yeah, happening in our town. That's what I'm saying. Like in and I, I never thought until I saw that, that that's something that people are affected by in America. There's like excess of stuff and they can't get that. The Big Bad Morning Show. The more you know. <laughs> Welcome to the Thunderdome, bitch. 
More of the Big Mad Morning Show is next. What's that? Sounds stupid. 97.5 KMOD. The Big Mad Minstrel Show. 918-460-KMOD. Going to find out what everybody learned. Sam, what'd you learn today? I uh, went through all the texts and we got so many goddamn texts about this underwear that I didn't learn anything. Gimpy, what'd you learn today? Well, Sammy taught me a lot that she enjoys watching men rub their lips to, uh, to each other and that she's never considered him an ex before because they never broke up in her mind. I learned that Gimpy wants to Sean Connery, a woman who uses flirt eyes. Slap our bitch. (laughs) (laughs) And I learned Sam is the 31 flavors of friendship. Good morning. What'd you learn today? Yeah, I learned that Sam's okay with her boyfriend having an ex with panties in his office. It's okay. They're just friends. Right. Corbin saying, make sure that dishwasher's loaded right. I'm Gene and Sam, and this is for Mother. This is Gimpy, and I'm sorry. Far too kind. Uh, Get ready. Can I get an encore? Do you want more? Cook and roll with the Brooklyn boys. So for one last time, I need y'all to roll. Uh, 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 yeah. Now what the hell are you waiting for? After me, there should be no more. So for one last time, make some noise. Enter password. Corbin. New messages. The Big Bad Morning Show would like to take a minute to thank troops from Oklahoma and all over the United States. These soldiers have sacrificed to give the Big Mad Morning Show the freedom to act like the total douchebags that they are. Total douchebag. Total douchebag. Total Total and complete douchebag. We honor and respect you. We honor and respect you. We honor and respect you. God bless. Rock and roll! It's over! Bicycle Tulsa. (laughs) God bless Tulsa. I have no idea, but we're going to do the podcast right now. Oh, I'm stupid. I was logging off. I forgot. Uh, who forgot this time? Yep. That she was, was right here. Well, that's because oh, so you're saying you did forget last time. No, I didn't forget last time. <laughs> I did forget while you were gone, though. Like I was sitting right there, and I was like, "All right, I got to do this, this, and this," and I almost got up. And he's like, oh, "It's time for the podcast." Damn it! All right. Totally forgot. Well, to be fair, somebody came in at the last minute, right as we were coming on the air, going, hey, I need to talk to you, because, you know, email's an antiquated system. <laughs> yeah, right. Texting's an antiquated text. system. Yeah. None of that works at all anymore. Ooh. I bet it, you want to think, you want to, uh, do you think the person that came in at the last minute has something important to talk to you about, or not important? Mm. What if your plans are canceled? Oh my God, I'd be so sad because the person wants to talk to me it has something to do with uh, my my anniversary plans. So I really hope that that's not it. That would suck. That would really suck. And it wouldn't suck that bad because like financially recently there's been a lot going on and so I am kind of broke. And so I if like, oh, if those plans were canceled, then, you know, we'd just... Save make some do, money. Yeah, and it's probably right, save a little bit end. of money. Yeah, it wouldn't be the end of the world. But I definitely would probably save some money, so it wouldn't, it wouldn't like, I wouldn't go home and tell Simba if we're still together. I wouldn't go home and tell him, <laughs> and then, you know, it's like a big thing. You'd be like, okay, that sucks. You better hope that's not what it is. Because if it is, that means there's a guy with two thumbs that's right. Oh, Listen, you warned me from the beginning, so I didn't have that much hope in it. And then when it finally happened, I was like, oh, my God. So because I didn't think you made me not put too much hope in that. Yeah. Fun. Can't wait to find out what that is. Exciting. Yeah. Uh, So I have something I want to bring up. Okay. Will someone please 
please explain to me why on The Walking Dead, this is something... Um, the Walking fear, Dead or Fear the Walking both. Dead? Fear the Walking Dead and okay. The Walking Dead. Why somebody's family member or significant other, like, you know, they go to get shot because they're a zombie, and then their family or significant other will be like, let me take the gun. Let me do it. Why? I don't understand. Is there some kind of ritual in not letting a stranger kill the person you love? Because it's not killing them, right? They're, you're saving them from returning. Yeah, so if, if like, some rando decided, okay, so your old man's a zombie now, right? Mm-hmm. Or he's dying and he's going to become a zombie. Yeah. And they shoot him. Yeah. Or they want to shoot him. Yeah. That's, you know, basically murder in your eyes. But if you do it, you're saving them from the suffering. Does that not make sense to you? No. That makes well, no sense. How no, is you don't it want murder be- if somebody else does it, but if I do it, I'm saving them? It's yeah, the same no, thing. No, no, no. It's not murder because they're already dead. It's them turning into a zombie is what you're saving them from. Someone like, let me do it, where they shoot them in the brain mm-hmm. they're tr- or stab them in the brain is they're, they're saving them from turning into a zombie. So it's like you're saving them from something. Not just killing. You're them. not killing them. They're already dead. Yeah, you're killing them. You're saving them from being a zombie. Regardless, if somebody else is going to do it, why? Like, if if I turned, I would want a stranger to shoot me in the head rather than my boyfriend. Why? Because I know how much that would hurt him. It would but like it would hurt me. Well, no, you're making an assumption because again, you think you're killing the person when we're trying to tell you that you're not killing the person. You're changing. You're stopping them from becoming an evil thing. I get what you're saying, but it's still you in my brain. In Gimpy's brain, your brain, you're still pointing a gun at the person you love and pulling the trigger. Yeah, but they're already dead, and you're saving them from, you know, becoming a flesh-eating zombie. Yeah, they're dead. Maybe my brain just thinks differently than you guys. I would not want that. (laughs) I would not want that memory and having to do that, of having to shoot my significant other. Right. But maybe on The Walking Dead, they all think the way you do. But I think you're not placing yourself in that scenario. You're treating it like today, right? You're not treating it like... Hey, I'm in a zombie apocalypse. I've already killed other people. I've, yeah. you know what I mean. I need to save people. You know what I mean. You're, you're not putting your head there. Where I think Gimpy and I are putting our brains in that yeah. spot. But what's the difference if it's a random person or if it's you? Again, you're saving the person you yeah. love from yeah. turning into a zombie, an evil thing, eating brains. You're putting them out of their misery from turning into a zombie. You don't want to see your loved one eat brains. Yeah. <laughs> so you're saving them. So the idea is not tragic, it's saving. You don't see it that way. No. I I, I You feel see like, it as what then? I well, I know that I understand that you're saving somebody. I just still think it's traumatizing to take a gun and point it at the person you love, regardless if you're saving them or if you're shooting them with right. a bullet or marshmallows of love. Is it more it is. traumatizing to put them out of their misery from being a zombie or seeing them turn into a zombie and potentially eat you? Right, but that's that's out of the, that's not even in the question because this person is going to get killed because it's always a random person that goes to shoot them and then the loved one says, no, 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 let me do it. So regardless, they're not going to turn. They're going to be saved. The difference is of me pointing a gun at my boyfriend's head and, sh- and pulling the trigger or some random person and I just hear a gunshot. God forbid mm-hmm. something happened to somebody you love and they're on life support. Mm-hmm. Do you want to be the one that pulls the plug or turns off the machine? No. Do you want to be the one that makes the decision? Uh, yes. What's the difference? Because a nurse can – it's the same thing. Uh, it's just the same thing to me like me right no that's what i'm saying it's but, the same right when but, you're making the decision mm-hmm. yeah you're making the decision to pull the trigger to keep them from turning into a flesh-eating zombie right and in the same situation if i'm like okay we got to take grandma off life support i wouldn't then stop the nurse and be like no 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 
let me unplug it. <laughs> no, but essentially, you're, what I'm getting at is you're doing it. Yeah, you're but, making the decision of whether yeah. that person lives or dies. Yeah. You're not leaving the decision to a doctor. Yeah, because the doctor yes. can be in and be like, all right, we've worked on her for, you know, three days. Uh, we're going to go ahead and pull the plug. Right, but no it's the same thing say. because a stranger's about to shoot this person. So you know that they're going to die and not have to be a zombie. The same way that if I turn the machine off, like whether I, like we've all decided that grandma's going to go. Right. And the only, the it's the same scenario as if a nurse went to unplug it and I said, no, 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 let me do it. As if we know that that, that loved one's going to get shot. It's either going to get shot by a stranger and save them from being a zombie or I'm going to shoot them and save them from being a zombie. And so I would rather that stranger do it the same way I'd rather a stranger pull out the plug from right. grandma's life support. Right, but you're, but again, you're, I think you're blurring the lines. The, the 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 similarities are the same because you're deciding whether they live or die. You're deciding whether they turn into a zombie. Yeah. yeah. And you want to have that decision. You want to. It's like the only thing you can have, I think, in that post-apocalyptic world. Yeah. I would just say I would want someone else to do it. Yeah, I wouldn't I, want, I would want to do it. No. I would want to do it. I would I'd want just... it on my hands. Ugh. Not me. It's on my hands. Why not? I would say because it's on my hands. If I would say shoot them, I would not want to have the act of me pointing a gun at the person I love and pulling the trigger and have that image, whether I close my eyes or not, of me blowing their brains out. It's like, like putting I know, your dog down. Yeah, I could never do that either. I would take them to a doctor to do that. You wouldn't be back there. So you would take this animal that you've loved and nurtured and shared all these memories, your best friend, Mm -hmm. and then go say, go back there to that stranger while they kill you. And you won't get to see me, someone who loves you. You'll be alone and scared with somebody in your last dying moments. No, no, no. That's what you want. Usually you can go back there with your dog. And then if you want, you can leave or whatever. Right. I would want to be looking at them, but I would not want to shoot them and blow up their head. And I would rather a doctor... Give the euthanasia to them. See, right. I'd rather be the I'd rather be the one that puts a bullet in the back of her head, just because there's that you know I I built a bond with this animal for years. Right. So in, so Gimpy's saying he wants in the last final moments this animal who's like, hey, we're playing ball. You're taking care of me. What's I this? I love you. Oh, right. Boom. Catch this. I thought sucker. I trusted you. Yeah. Yeah. I think the dog thing's a little bit different. It's an interesting question. It's yeah. fun. I have have you you shot a dog before? Yeah, I've had two before. How many? Just one was when he was living in Alabama. You, you know, did it? Yeah, take it out to the back. How old of the were woods. you? I was what, 13, 14 at that time? What? Yeah, it ain't nothing. That yeah. is No, that's, that's not appropriate for a 13 yeah. to 14 year old to go to shoot an, yeah. an animal. That's when not you it ain't live nothing. Live in the sticks like that. That's Settle what they down do. with that. Your dad couldn't take care that's of it. That's what they do. It was one of those Your hey, dad come said, on here, here, you go yes. do this. Yes, here. And had he done it? Yeah, he's done it before. So that is not appropriate. That's just how we raised. So why it's okay. You lived there for like a year and a half, two oh, I've years. Lived, I lived there long enough, and I grew up there. Just because I lived there for those three years, that's where my mom's whole side of the family is. Okay, so I had been up exposed to that all my life. And then you took it back with you to you California? Get, yes. <laughs> You're like... Back where I'm from. That's what we do. It's like do. having the random accent. You've been to you've been to England once, and you're like, but no one talk like this. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, when you when you pulled the trigger on your dog, obviously your dad trusted you with a gun, mm-hmm. right? And then did he just say, "Lucy's limping, go take her out back," or was it like a your dad came with you and was like, "Now, son, this is what a man's got to do," and then stood <laughs> next to you? How did that go? Well, you just got to. Here you go. We walk out. So he walks with you. Yes. You take the gun. All right. Point the gun at the dog. All right. Pull the trigger. Bam. You're dead. All right. Sweet. Let's go back to the house. 
And that was that. You leave it in the woods and you let it rot. You had no emotion for You it left at- it in the woods? Well, yeah. What are you going to take it back with you? You're going to throw it in the trash? No, you just Bury let it sit. Bury it. Yeah. And ashes you had no, at 13 years old, that the 13 year old Gimpy didn't cry or get emotional at that? Listen, it sucked, but I mean, it's a part of life. It sure beats paying five hundred dollars to a thousand dollars on a vet bill to go have somebody put it down. Right, as a grown dad, as a grown dad, I understand that that thought. But as a thirteen-year-old kid, you just learn that that's life. That's how it is. Would you do that with your kids now? Probably. You'd let your dog kill Charlie B. Barkin. Your, I mean, you'd let your son. (laughs) You'd have to know where Charlie B. Barkin is. Which, by the way, he's gone again. That son of a bitch was there for two days, and then he's out the door again. So, whatever, Charlie, I'm done with you. So you would let your son kill Charlie B. Barkin with a gun? Yeah. If need be. It sure saves money than going to the vet. That shouldn't be the motivator. I've got an old-ass dog, my Lacey, the old one. She is 12. 12 years old, yeah. And she's getting up in the age. So we might make that trip. Take her out to the woods. Make a trip where? Take her out to the woods around here. Take her out to the lake. You just go on someone's property? Well, no. My my in-laws, they have a spot out there at Lake Hudson. You know, you just take them out to the woods, and you're done. Savage. Yeah. Oh, that just hurts my heart. That really does. I I can't. At me at 13, and I know I'm a girl, so I don't know if it's different, but I just like in, in 13 year old boys that I know, I feel like that would be really emotional and traumatizing. Yeah. This is a message from somebody that got a podcast question for us. If you go out to dinner with a large group of people and they suggest the table orders a few items and everyone shares and splits the ticket evenly, do you try to shy away because prefer to order your own meal? Example, I don't like doing it. Sometimes you um, there might not be enough food or it's an excuse for the cheap a-holes to eat all the food and not have to pay. I think that's a weird question. If I go to dinner with people and we're eating food and then we're splitting the bit like everybody orders together and shares. Then if someone doesn't pay, I'm going to be like, what's that about? I'm going to ask them. And it I, doesn't I, make sense. I feel like if, if you guys all agree, <clears throat> like let's order a few items. I make sure I, if I want the chicken fried steak, then I would make sure to order that chicken fried steak and have everyone share it with me. That's a good point. Yeah. If you order apps, you can share the apps, but I don't share main courses. That's just weird. Like this, unless is you go I to want. a family style place. Maybe even then, like Sam said, I want the chicken fried steak. This is my steak. God damn it. I'm not sharing right. with you. But there are places that only serve family style. So like you go in, it's like fried chicken and mashed potatoes right. and you pass it all around, which is always a weird concept to yeah, me. But. I've never really been a fan of uh, sharing food like that. An app. Yeah, that's about it. But main course. Mm-mm. Yeah. I Well, like when we go out to eat, I try to order appetizers for everybody because right. usually people are shy about it. Right. Yeah. And I'm like, we're getting apps, man. Right. People usually are shy about appetizers, especially if you're go- just going out with people like A, you don't know. Or in a huge group, mm-hmm. mostly like when, when we had gone to, we had all gone out as a as a whole radio station, I forget where you're at, but Corbin was the only one and he ordered like two different apps, but the other side of the table didn't. Mm-hmm. And so by the time it got passed down there, they were all like, well, what do you want some? But right. no one wanted to order that, apps. No, that's when that we guy. went to the casino yes. and we sat and they, they were like, only order for this menu. I'm like, they put, no, I'm not doing that. Like, or, if there's a problem, the I'll menu. pay. Like, that's stupid. <laughs> right, right. Why put two menus in front of us? Yeah, because I ordered like fried pickles, cheese fries, mm, those cheese and jalapeno. There was something. No, those are the pickles, jalapeno yeah. pickles. Mm-hmm. And there was something else. Yeah. And then we were passing them around. And then, and then everybody's like, hey. At that end, they're like, well, 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 then you should have ordered some. But I didn't have the balls to, only Corbin did. I was like, thank God he did. <laughs> I know hungry. from plenty of times when you go eat with a big group, you got to order apps because the food takes forever. Yeah. 
And oh, I, that that's a pro move, yes, actually. Yes, and we, I'm hungry. And we were all hungry because they were like an hour late or whatever it yes. was. And so we're all starving. That's a really good point. Yeah, yes. That's a good point. Because who goes, hey, we're going to dinner at 6, and then you eat at 5.30. Because right. sometimes you don't get dinner till like 6.30 or 7 in a big group. Yeah. 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 Did totally. that one time. You eat early and then you're full and then you don't want to eat. And now you're just sitting there all everybody else is munching down. Right. So. And if you're like me, I've already had dinner once. Yeah. Because I ate at four. Yeah. <laughs> had your, your spice cake. Whenever spice like cake. me and Jeff go out, rarely do we do we order appetizers because mm-hmm. it's only for two. Like only at special places where we love like uh, in the raw, we like their salad. Like there's a couple of places that we're specifically Salad's go. not an app. Well, it's they have their... They have their big salad that we usually split, and it's on the appetizer menu. But like, but and then there's a couple other places where if we specifically like something there, like I always mess up this name, but it's like Louis or Luigi's. I don't know. It's in Broken Arrow. We've done a patio party there before. Louis, Louis, mm-hmm. yeah. Louis has bomb wings, and they also have a really bomb burger and a bomb chicken wrap. So we always order appetizers there. Do you order appetizers with your family, Gippy? Uh. Uh-uh. We're poor and can't afford it. I'm here strictly for, you know, the meal. Because if I spend all my money on apps, then we ain't going to get the main course. So, What if you like, have apps as a meal? We've done that before. and But the, still, it's it's not enough. We Just need more. Sit this or split the sampler? We've done that before, too. Since you have <laughs> since you have two more kids, have you noticed the difference in your house? Oh, yeah. Like I've noticed the difference. Stuff? Feeding them, paycheck-wise. They oh, eat yeah. a lot more, too. Oh, hell yeah, they do, because they're, you know, teens and preteens, so they, they got to eat constantly. And uh, we, we try to, you know, maintain that same thing. But like hell, just last week when I got groceries, I had to get double everything. Mm-hmm. So $150... Uh, grocery bill turned into a three hundred dollar grocery uh-huh. bill, and that's stocking up for you know a damn week. near two weeks. Yeah, <laughs> trying to make it, and that's eating pores all get out. That's not eating that's decent cereal. food. Yeah, that's it's 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 rough. And and, and but yet I'm not gonna go to you know get food stamps two reasons pride being one of them and and three I make too much anyway because we've been down that road before. I was about to say pride. F that. If you can, if you are supposed to get food stamps, then you totally should. Yeah, not me. I, I, I refuse to live off the government. But you are. How? You ride on, drive on roads, you use the fire well, department. Well, I mean live off government assistance like that. I, that is government assistance. Food stamps, you know, are you, uh, government kind of, housing. Are you having an FHA loan? I have no idea. My wife takes care of all that. <laughs> I mean, that's government assistance. Uh, Everybody think, takes yeah, government assistance. Yeah, I'm Everyone sure. Everyone does. One speculator or the other, we are. But when it comes to like food stamps and stuff like that, uh, I ain't doing it. I'm just saying, like, refuse to live off the government is not a fair term because right. you're living off the government. Everybody does every right. day. Right. You get water delivered to your house. When you take it literal like that, that's how do, I, you, how do you take it? When I when I when I say it, when I mean live off the government, I mean you know living off of food stamps and living off. Of government housing uh, you know hud housing and stuff like that not that there's anything wrong with it but it's not for me i refuse to do it because why i can make it on my own but if you can't i mean that's why it's there right right so if you're having trouble doing it i will make it happen i will figure it out to where i don't have to because that's just not my thing uh you said something interesting which Mm -hmm. is a fun conversation too is hey taking it literal right Mm -hmm. what's the opposite of taking it literal figurative so figurative being 
when you say when I say literal, you take it to the roads and the infrastructure to the, and to all the, this to stuff. To the, to the, well, I know right. I use the deaf, and I'm not using you as an example. Right. I'm saying in general, but uh, government assistance; those are government-assisted things. Right, right. Or else we would be driving on you know dirt roads, so, and we wouldn't have right. All that. So I'm asking mm-hmm. if I don't take it literal. The other mm-hmm. way to take it is I hypothetical. Say, okay, if that's how you. No, want I'm just. I'm trying to understand. Yeah, I, I guess that's the word for it. Not just you. In general, yeah. people yeah. say that. Yeah, not not so literal. I guess would be the the take it less term. literal. Yeah, don't or less don't, specific. Yeah, don't go so deep, man. Because people, well, it's not deep. I'm just using the definition. Yeah, that's the part I always get twisted at when people are like you take things too literal. I'm like, you mean I use the definition? Right. Maybe use a different word. Yeah. Right. Uh, like people say that about the president that the media takes the president too literal. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean if. You're going to say something that's right, right. So that's don't what you right. mean? Yeah, but if you say don't take it so seriously, then they think you're just goofing off or whatever. Right, like that. And right. You're screwed no matter how you what? look at okay, it. Okay, that's a good question. What word would fit in that situation where Gimpy's like, I don't want to live off government assistance? He means uh, specifically HUD and food yeah. stamps with yeah. the government's helping him survive mm-hmm. when government assistance is like how you were thinking the roads like the government does all that what word right. would have gimpy what word could he have said that would have come across i don't want a food i don't want to be on a food stamp program okay or you don't want you don't want because the government, the gover- no, I think sometimes daily. people use the term government assistance mm-hmm. as a way out of, out of a sense of i don't know they're trying to imply they don't take government assistance, right. and that's not accurate. I think when the general population hears government assistance, they instantly think food stamps, housing programs, stuff like that. Not so much roads, water delivered to your house, right, electricity, they forget. and stuff like that. Because they so. forget. Okay. I think there's a, there's a thing where people that are on government assistance are less, and that is from those type of statements. Right. And that's not true. Taking government assistance happens in everyday life. If you've bought a home, nine times out of ten, you took a government assistance loan right. to get your home. Right. If you drive on the roads, if they plow your street, right. if you have a sewer, if the city provides sewer, you are taking government assistance. Right. And it's my problem with it is you're pigeonholing down a group of people that are that take food stamps as government assistance when it is, but so are you. Just in a different form and, uh, and not, yeah. Like when I was in the military, there were people on food stamps, like WIC, for example. Yeah. And I I, don't, I guess I'm like, what, free groceries? They put it on a card. It's not right. as embarrassing anymore. Right. Like even if you were on food stamps, we wouldn't know. I think that it sucks for people to have to be embarrassed about that. It's not so much of an embarrassment sort of thing. I just, I can do it on my own. I don't want, I don't need your help, damn it. That's how I feel about is it. it. So in, in general, in any day, in anything, you don't want help? What do you mean? Well, you said you don't want help. So, I mean, I is that want, an overall yeah, I don't theory? want Uncle Sam saying, here, you're too poor. I, you know, here's some money for your groceries. No, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go out and I'll get two or three jobs if I have to to make sure that I don't have to do that. But but we've already illustrated that gov- Uncle Sam already helped you. Right. You just mean daily. I guess. I guess. Yeah. Living expenses. And those two things. Whatever. Is it? Yeah. Is it maybe because you're? This, I don't want to get too deep here, but is it because that's how you, like your parents did that? No, my parents worked their asses off to. Oh, get, they never get, got. Yeah. Food. Okay. Yeah, we didn't need to worry about that because why? Because we worked two or three jobs to make ends meet and not have to. I remember like you that. telling me a story about like on Thanksgiving mm-hmm. and like the community had showed up mm-hmm. with the food bank mm-hmm. kind of thing, mm-hmm. and it, is it like that situation where it you very well could be. I see. My thing is that. 
I get the pride thing because mm-hmm. I'm I would be the same way attitude you have. Mm-hmm. But I know women that raise children because the men were pussies mm-hmm. and ran and they need to be on government assistance. Right. And that to me, that's not a pride thing. What about you know, the women that could do two, three, four jobs to make ends meet? And yeah, it sucks, but you still they're doing it uh, to make you know a living for their family instead of taking the food stamps and the housing. Uh, I like think, my wife's mom, for example. I think that if you're a single mother raising, mm-hmm. excuse me, <clears throat> two kids, mm-hmm. I think that it's okay to get help from the government temporarily. Okay. To get back on your feet because being a single mother mm-hmm. is really, really hard. It is. And under and underestimated. And I think cliche wise, you think there's a certain demographic that are on government assistant programs mm-hmm. like WIC. Mm-hmm. And that's not necessarily true. It's mostly single mothers. And I have a, a soft spot for single mothers. I get it. I, I feel <laughs> that anybody could go out. And it's it's probably because those you see those ones that abuse the system, that refuse to work. Sure. And just, you know, become baby factories and, and live sure. off the government like that. That doesn't mean they all are. That doesn't mean statistically no, the majority no. are. No, you're right. You're absolutely right. But I, I feel even, you know, those ones that have, you know, become baby factories instead of living off the government, get off your ass and go get a job. Sure. Go get two or three or four if you have to. Do whatever you got to do to make ends meet. I think you don't any have go- to live off the government. Like I think that. any government food program should be temporary. Mm-hmm. There should be a limit to be on it. Um, and I think that what about people that are on disability? What do you mean? Do you get a disability check, but it's literally not enough for Social Security. It's literally not enough to if feed themselves work. or kids. Not only that, I know people that are on disability that are that can work. Right. If you can work, if you're able body, <clears throat> then you get your ass to work and get to work. That's how I feel about it. I think I think if you cut all those programs out, you would and force people to go out and get jobs and work, then we'd be a lot better off. I just don't I our country wasn't built on that type of theory. Our our country has always been built on helping other people right. fellow human beings it's ve- it's not very christian to not help people right but there are people that abuse it and i understand the sentiment why people feel the way they feel but i think people sometimes need help they yeah. get put in tough situations and they need help sometimes or maybe it's just because i've always been you know had to figure it out for my own and that's why i feel the way that i do no matter what the situation is right figure it out so, so should- therefore i feel everybody else should figure it out too so because you've had different life lessons, other people should live that way too? Yes. Wow. Okay. Yes. If I can do it, then so can you. There's nothing. The only thing stopping you is you. Is the way I, I mean, it. I agree with that sentiment as mm-hmm. well, but mm-hmm. everybody's different. Yeah. I think every situation is kind of different too. Like, I I, I think all of us feel that time from or in different situations. Like, I know I felt that way about cornflake as an intern, and I right. know that like in that like in that mindset, like I did it, you should be able to do it. I think that it's just so different for everybody that it's hard to say that. Because yeah. sometimes, you know, like with the single mom thing, they could go get a job, but mm-hmm. then they have to spend literally their entire check on daycare to go work, and then they can't feed that baby anymore, and right. then they're back on assistance because they you, can't. You, you figure it out. You may be working all the time, but you figure it out. You do what you got to do to to make it work. That's just me, though. That's just me. Like Sam said, everybody's different. I think it's too easy to blanket those type of programs under one person. Right. Or I did it this way, so everyone else right. should. I think it's not – there's not much empathy in those statements. Not just you. Right. Right. I'm saying – in general. Because there's you, other people that feel that same way. Right. Yeah. Oh, I'm no, I'm not the only one. Yeah, and I'm not saying you shouldn't feel that way. <laughs> I'm just saying everybody's 
situation is completely unique on how they achieved or didn't achieve where they are in life and that it's too easy to go, well, I did it this way, so should you. Right. Not everybody was raised in a family atmosphere where they had a perceived disability and a literal disability Mm -hmm. and had learned how to deal with adversity. Right. But they could figure it out. That's just maybe not though. though. Yeah. But maybe not. Yeah, maybe not. But so what about those people? Um, I I honestly think you can. You say maybe not, but I honestly think you can. Yeah, they may struggle trying to figure it out, and they may be tough times. But I think you can. I think deep down inside, everybody's got what it takes to survive. It's it's just of course everybody does. Yeah. So you'll do what you got to do. So do we just leave those people in the wake? What do you mean? They can't keep up. Yeah. I guess. I just let them die? Well, they'll they'll, they'll figure it out. Sell drugs or... Bam. They just figured it out. That's not figuring it out. Participating in illegal activity isn't helping out. It's actually actually circumventing the system. I'm not saying that it's right, but, you know, they've got to figure it out. They've got to figure out how to make ends meet. They've got to figure out how to survive. So do what you got to do. So you would rather somebody sell drugs Mm -hmm. than be on government-assisted food programs? You know, I, I don't know. I don't know about that. I'm just asking because that's what it sounds like. That's what you just said. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I I would prefer that somebody would go out and get legitimate jobs, but you know, why can't you sell your blood? Why can't you sell your sperm? Why can't you do other stuff besides? If that's a last resort, then yeah, have at it. But I think there's other ways around it. I would prefer somebody do things legitimately, but listen. I would rather them not sell drugs because I feel like if a bunch of people had that same mentality, then we'd have an even bigger drug problem and they'd be selling it to your kids in the street. And then you'd be like, well, what the F? Why can't we take care of this drug problem? It's because like, we don't have welfare and this is their last resort. Because I feel like that happens already in a lot of cities that people feel it's their last resort to sell drugs or make a living when there are these other options. And so if you take those options away, then they have like validation for saying like, I can do this. What else do you want me to do? Right. No one's hiring. The economy's bad, whatever it is. And, they and those are just poor ass excuses, but I get what you're saying. I, I don't, I'm, I personally just don't want you doing illegal activity because how do we collect taxes on it? Right. That's my whole thing. Makes sense. How and does the their accountability part and then the water that you're getting delivered to your house by the government. Yeah, that doesn't happen. I get what you're saying. I, I, I just see it as it's you're not helping the problem. You're actually making the problem worse because you're not tracking that you're making money. So then you can still get on government assistant food programs. But if you cut those programs out completely, then they won't have a chance to get on. Right. I, again, I go back it's to the people. It's a vicious cycle, man. Well, it's not a vicious cycle. I think, again, you're you're leaving out a giant group of people that don't have the same mindset as everyone else. Right. And when you're a single mother and you've got three kids – it's you can't expect that person to go get th- two and three jobs and never be at home and pay for daycare and still be a mother. Right. And their kids are pieces of s because they they you know get to do whatever they want when they're home. They get into drugs because there's no one there to tell them not to. They don't know how to be gentlemen and they grow up to degenerates because right. their mom didn't have help. Yeah, you're right. I just think it's just a little more complicated than that. But I understand that pride for me. I'm not afraid to go get. I'll go detassel corn right that's i mean you do what you gotta do right i I was brought up the same way but that just is for me yeah that's the way that i think about it how'd we get on this how'd we get to here i literally do not remember oh we were talking about appetizers appetizers right oh and you had to pay the food bill doubled that's right yeah Yeah. Yeah. gotta love it yeah what's your favorite cheap thing food wise right now uh 
you know, yesterday I took a uh, Sam's or not Sam's, but Walmart's got this. Uh, it's a it's about like three pounds of chicken breasts. It comes with like you know six good sized boobs in there, and I threw those in the crock pot and then slathered them in barbecue sauce and let them cook all day. That cost me ten bucks, and then a box of instant mashed potatoes is like ninety eight cents. So eleven dollars, I fed the whole family. Wow, it was amazing. That is awesome. With some left over, by the way. I always love those ingenuity ideas of mm-hmm. making stretching food out mm-hmm. like tuna casserole right right it's macaroni and cheese with tuna in it right. and crushed potato chips done that, but it makes a meal right exactly it'll make a turd and that's what matters we do uh, macaroni cheese with uh, ground beef seasoned ground beef in oh there, yeah mixed up so like a cheeseburger macaroni or whatever potato and eggs yep a lot of breakfast for dinners breakfast for dinner yeah potato and eggs was solid I don't even know if I could make it now. Slice thinly sliced potatoes, mm-hmm. and then cook them in the skillet. And then when they're about three quarters of the way done or almost done, scrambled eggs in there. We do that with pol- uh, Polish sausage, not so much oh. eggs. Slice up the sausage, slice up your potatoes, fry it up. It's like Hillshire greasy- Farms Polish sausage. Mm-hmm. It's a huh. greasy ass mess, but goddamn, is it delicious? And it's good poor food, good right? Poor people food. Cabbage soup. No, I stay away from the cabbage. It's, it makes the whole house smell like farts. It's disgusting. Right. Ugh. Soup is another one that you can totally stretch forever. Oh, yeah. We've done that before. Soup night. Salad Chili. night. Salad night. Salad night salad. Good. Yeah, because you get that big bag of salad mix. It's pre-made, and you got a bottle of ranch that's been in your fridge for three months. Yeah. Bam. Yeah, you can literally make a salad <laughs> for under $2. <laughs> yeah. A giant-ass bitch salad yeah. with yeah. tomatoes. Yeah. Tomatoes are actually, those are for fancy salad nights. (laughs) Friday and Saturday, maybe Sunday night dinner. Yes, yes. The crouton is just a stale bread. Yeah. The crouton, stupid. It's it's been there. (laughs) You know, we'll throw some little garlic salt on there to give us some seasoning, but yeah. I have a issue, a medical issue I'm dealing with that uh, has a funny remedy. Okay. Maybe. So, like, I have had severe jock itch for months. Why? Beats me. Jock itch, Sam. I don't is, know what that is. It's 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 a fungus in the crotch, mm-hmm. and it itches like a madman. Hence the jock itch. It's also known as ringworm. Is <gasps> is yes. I always thought those were two totally different things because yeah, the ringworm, ringworm is an actual ring, a worm that forms a ring on your arm, back, what or jock. From what I understand, it's not an actual worm. Okay, it's just the image of. That's why it's called ringworm. Okay, but it's a fungus. We'll anytime, just say jock itch. Anytime I've gotten ringworm is from a stray cat. I got it from the wrestling mats in I, high school. I, anyway, back to your itchy Weird. junk. All right, let's just go with jock itch. <laughs> it's a fun guy. And so uh, I've tried Lotrimin, like all types of stuff, right? And uh, I've even tried sprays. Mm-hmm. And I've tried like washing twice a day, right? My wife was like, well, maybe because we changed soap. She was like, maybe it's the soap. Mm-hmm. So I went back to the other soap, went away for a couple days, back again. Okay. Right? Uh, I, the doctors put me on an antifungal seven-day medicine. Mm-hmm. That worked, and then it came back. Mm-hmm. Right? So uh, today, I'm trying something new before I go back to the doctor, because okay. I don't want to go down the rabbit hole of the doctor. Yeah. Selsun Blue. The dandruff shampoo? Yes. Okay. That Selsun Blue's got some... Uh, additive in it that fights fungus and that if you wash with selsum blue twice a day it will be gone in seven days you know what uh, we always use growing up for said ringworm and i just remember this from the commercials because it says it cures jock itch ringworm psoriasis etc 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 blue star ointment 
I don't Blue know. Star Oint- Blue Star Ointment. Is uh, it, it? I've got some at the house, and um, it's just an ointment. Comes in a little white container, and uh, yeah, you see it right there. You see it right there, and it. Uh, I remember the commercials. Cures jock itch, ringworm, psoriasis, other other itchy skin problems. Okay. Yeah. So you might want to try. That's like you know maybe two bucks at the uh, at the store. Yeah. What is it, though? I have no idea, but it's Wait, minty. Listen to all the things that this thing cures. Yeah. Itch relief, athlete's foot, ringworm, jock itch, cracked and dry skin, rashes, bites, and eczema. Eczema. Yeah. It's like a cure-all for everything, man. There's no such thing as a cure-all. <laughs> Apparently it is. And Blue Star's got it because that stuff works. I swear by it. Okay. That's, it's always worked for me in, in any kind of itchy, itchy scenario. You gotta uh, you gotta wash your junk with Selsun Blue and then put that on and slather, slather up that. that up. Yeah, and it Ooh. gets in the way of the sex life. By the oh, way, I can imagine that sucks. I've I've ne- I've not noticed you scratching your crotch here. So wait. Well, to I'm go. trying not to. That's why I'm wearing gym shorts today. I'm trying to get some air in there. Oh, okay. I was wondering what was up. I'm like, yeah, I, I never well, wear gym been shorts. Working out lately? Or are you trying to yeah. whatever? Yeah, but I'm I don't wear gym shorts. I usually change into it. Yeah. So, which is like that's so true. You notice when sometimes people start getting their workout regimen, they'll start wearing yoga pants right. or just gotta be ready when I go to the gym at four. <laughs> it's just like gotta be ready morning. all the time. You know what I mean? That totally <laughs> happens. Like just so someone can be like, oh, you going to the gym? No, it's on four. I got some time. Got to get some cardio, some carbs in. Gotta do that. <laughs> so, have you tried the Selsun Blue already yet? No, no, I just found out okay. this morning. Okay, uh, and then I read some else that said diet. Like what you eat. Really? And I'm like, I don't feel like I eat a ton of crap. Okay. So then I'm like, do like giant fat people, do they have major jock itch problems yeah, all the is, time? Have you ever had a worse diet than you do right now? Yes. And did you have jock itch then? I don't, not like this. Maybe it is. Is I it would, painful? I would, it's itchy. Like I'm itchy right now. It's, yeah, there's a lot of don't itch. Oh, that sucks. Sam, it can grow in, it's in the cracks, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it can grow up onto the sack and the shaft and into your butthole. <laughs> not like in, not in, not in, like into the crack. Yeah, just close enough. Proximity. Ooh, that's terrible. Oh, yeah. that sucks. Yeah, just talking about it makes me want to itch super bad. That's hilarious. Is it contagious? Yes. Not contagious, Wait, like it'll jump across the or? floor and get you. No, like if, <laughs> I'm assuming if you itched it and then shook somebody's hand, well, then they would have to itch their crotch. You can probably get it from a dirty pot. Mm-hmm. Sounds like payback. High five, guys. High five. <laughs> uh, no. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's what I'm dealing with. Fun. I also read Vagisil will take care of it. Yeah, that it's feminine itch. So, I mean. Yeah, but that's for thing. a yeast infection, not a fungus infection. Yeah, it's itchy balls or itchy crotch or whatever. It's all the same. I mean, you could try it. If Selsun Blue and Blue Ointment doesn't work. A Blue Star Ointment. Blue Star Ointment. From a brewing company, by the way. (laughs) Right. It's made by a brewing company. Isn't it great? If that doesn't work, and that doesn't work, and Vagisil is what clears you up, I would love that. Yeah. Vagisil. I I know. I kind of want to try Vagisil just to see if it works. I tried Vagisil, and all of a sudden it cleared everything up. Like, it's perfect. There were some people like, there were some people like, take a salt, the salt scrub, and then use the salt scrub, and then put tea tree oil, and then do this. And I'm like, I no. No. Give me one application is all I'm looking to do. Yeah. This seems like a little too much. Yeah. Sam, do you have your, is your, you still logged in? No. 
Oh, okay. I wanted you to Google jock itch so you could see some. Gippy, Google it. I want you to see what it looks <laughs> I'm like. I'm on it. I want you to see some severe is cases. It like, is it like um, your wife is like, <gasps> what happened? No. Okay, so it's not like you don't have a severe case of it. No, I have a severe. I, I mean, I think having it from over months is pretty bad. Don't so you? the jock itch I'm about to see is looks comparable to your jock itch. Uh, I'm looking at the pictures. Some of these, yeah. Ow! Some of these for sure. <gasps> jock itch on your face. Yeah. Oh my that's gross. God. Yeah, some of these are really, 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 really bad. Whoa. <laughs> Sucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's highly uncomfortable. Yeah, I can imagine. All right, well, I'm going to go itch. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye.